0: want to know what a zero growth in this family's receipts. There's the fucking money. You're supposed to be earners. That's why you got the top-tier positions. So each one of you, go out to your people on the street, crack some fucking heads, create some fucking earners out there.
1: Welcome to another episode of Good Earners Reviewing the Sopranos. For all of those that are new, welcome. For all of those that have been here week after week, welcome back. Here on Good Earners, we like to review the Sopranos, but we like to focus more on family, finessing, finances, and feelings in the world of Tony Soprano, bringing you a new perspective, a fly perspective, and most importantly, a black perspective. We got something special going on right now. Spike Lou, how you doing, bro?
0: What up, though? Had to be back, man. Y'all sir. holding it down in my absence. Really good episodes. Appreciate it. We back, man. Big girls don't cry.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. And then we also have Rich. Welcome to the show again. But we got some 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 transitions happening here. Um,
2: hey, man. Appreciate you having.
1: Yeah, we uh, in the spirit of the episode, <laughs> I've you know referenced him as referencing him with Furio. Furio has now <laughs> joined. Uh, the you know the the glorified crew so now rich is now part of our glorified crew good earners so now you should hear three of our voices and we'll continue to keep doing a great job or at least a dope job in our own uh respect to the show so without further ado we are reviewing season two episode five big girls don't cry spike glue hit us with that synopsis bro
0: Absolutely, as you said, big girls don't cry Changes are on the horizon for the Soprano family A lot of relationships are starting to take new turns As new scenarios are added to the fold We got Tony, he's hiring a new employee Which means a bump for some guys And some of his guys feeling like they're being overlooked We got Dr. Melfi Comes to a new conclusion after Mm. some new openings in her schedule At the same time, Tony tries to figure out where to direct his anger chris test out his hollywood chops and janice and richie explore new living arrangements this is episode five of season two big girls don't cry
1: all right so the first scene we come in adriana and chris they go to the brothel but Chris goes in and he's trying to brothel. Damn, that was a real Game of Thrones. <laughs> brothel? Uh, is that a of thrones for
3: real? Well, I didn't want to say whorehouse,
1: time. but I mean, that's that's how to classify <laughs> later. Brothel is the, that's funny, brothel. Uh, but uh, Chris goes in, uh, you know, to this uh, sex establishment, I guess. you. I don't know what you it's, want to call it's, it.
0: It's a massage. Massage. Partner, yeah. massage Rub and tug. Partner. Yeah, a rub, rub and tug.
1: Tugs, oh my God. <laughs>
3: Whoa.
2: He goes into
1: the rub tug and he's trying to get some business. This is one of the pickups that he normally has. Dude doesn't have the money. He only has half. This is, it's been a few weeks that it's been this way and Chris pretty much leaves. What, what did you gather from this scene, uh, Spike Lou?
0: Uh, originally, it didn't come off as he was being solved Until the end of the episode When we seen a real enforcer go in And do what he was supposed to do there uh, But even when he brought this shit up to Tony And Tony was like, No, nah, I wanted you to send him an invoice Or whatever it may be Like, the expectation is for him to sit him more To do more than sit his ass on a to- toy that was on the desk And mm-hmm. cause him some slight discomfort It seems like Chris' mind was somewhere else mm-hmm. That's what I got from it Mm-hmm. What about you, Rich?
2: Same thing, man. Chris is disconnected from the world and the business that he's supposed to be handling. Yeah. Uh, when he pulls up in the Mercedes, he's got Adriana Wendell. First of all, you know, that's not the thing. If you're really trying to handle business, you don't got your girl with you on the nah, slide. Nah. Um, Snacks. And he said he forgot to pick it up. Like, oh, I forgot I had to do this before his acting class. So, you know, it's just a, a symbolism of where Chris is as far as what he's looking for in his life at the moment. Um, and just how. Calm and, I mean you look at the Spike mentioned it the contrast of the scene with Furio at the end. I know we'll get to it, but their reaction to Chris versus their reaction to Furio. Oh, everybody's calm, <laughs> everybody's comfortable. Right. My man Dominic at the desk painting his little they thing like, like Lester complaints Freeman. Shit. Yeah, like yeah the, he looked like you know Lester what? Freeman painting <laughs> one of those little houses and stuff. And like yeah. no concern at all. Like I got if there was anybody else in that crew that mm-hmm. came to collect that money, it would have been a different Bats. outlook. Mm-hmm. so it, it just to go. goes to show a lot about where chris is mentally
0: especially like you said it being a third week straight like this wasn't the first time it wasn't mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna give you a like this was the third time you've would been here and it's like that so, yeah, it, it, yeah it
1: speaks to like i said it speaks to that that concept of wanting something else we've seen chris last week in commendatory in naples and when he should. He's making big dog moves. He's on. We he, we we talk about him being on the road to being made, and now he has this big dog pickup here. So now he ain't just doing a little pickup on the street with the drug dealers. Now he's doing what I imagine is a bigger play because Tony's you know grooming him. You know, Paulie said, "Hey, you about to get your button? You know what I mean? Straighten up, bro." And so he's here, but it it, it goes to the the sad story uh, that will later. Uh, get into later down the road of like the, the Christopher Multisante storyline of what he could have been. He's constantly wanting something else and he's constantly thinking about going in a different direction. He keeps having an out and a lot of these characters keep having an out and they don't take it. So this is one of the, another moment that I want to point out that Christopher has an out, but he doesn't take it.
0: What's his out? What are you talking about? Luke?
1: Uh, He didn't have to be a part of this thing of this. Like he wasn't made. Um, he wasn't locked in like that. He, you know, he still probably could have walked away. His uncle Tony would have let him walk away scot free. Like he wouldn't have. Mm. No, there wouldn't have been no major repercussions at this point. He didn't owe nobody money. Uncle Junior's not boss. He has the perfect window. If you want to do something else, bro, because even we know later, Tony gonna tell him like, "Look, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you seven minutes to make a decision <laughs> on what you want to do, bro." Like later down the road. So this is an open window. He could leave hmm. and
0: not do this. I never really thought about it like that. I feel like that he was all I I feel like that he he in at this point, hence Mm. the blow up later on in the acting stuff, and him (laughs) realizing, and that's why he hit that dude in the mouth Mm. saying, Hey, but yeah, I, I feel like that maybe to your point, earlier in the episode, he thought that he had an out, but he the realization sets in is like this is your life, bro. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to deny this shit Like you mm-hmm. trying to do all this You are a mobster dude It's like the dude in Goodfellas said I always wanted to be a gangster when I grew up mm, Like the Henry same Hill. thing for Chrissy Yeah like come on bro What are you doing all this acting shit for mm. But we'll get there
3: Yep
1: Um And he calls him a drug addict Which is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> He is <laughs> Yeah
2: So
1: <Sorry. laughs> it's, it's funny But the, the, chi- the His wife the Chinese lady She was She was Boy Oh, She was so annoying But um she deserve it, thanks. She got it. Oh man, well, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't want to say it, I ain't say it you know, <laughs> For this world, girl, not man, in, it was of ever, course,
0: of course, not in the real world, but in this world, in this she world, I yes, say
1: in that in the way the Bob guys, this is equivalent. <laughs> uh, we uh <coughs> We go to uh, a, a another scene. I, I never spoke to it, but I, I'm also a big fan of Vesuvio scenes. Uh, we get the guys, the the, the fellas, Tony, Pauly, um, Silvio. They're sitting down. They're, you know, Artie's bringing out new dishes and you know trying to get them to try some stuff. They dogging them, just busting his balls. Uh, Artie's wife, uh, Charmaine's not feeling them. She's still just being crabby as always. What are some things that y'all, y'all picked up from this this quick little dinner uh,
0: interaction? I would try the stuffed quail with the fennel sausage. It sounded pretty good. Already book old, so I, I would definitely fuck with that. Okay. Um, There wasn't a lot going on here other than, like, I think this is was the first time that Tony dropped the seed that he's thinking about bringing Furio over. Mm. It's interesting the first person that he let know was Artie so he can line up a job for him. Hmm. Uh, I don't think to this point that anyone else knew that he was coming over. Maybe that's what this dinner. Well, actually, no, because he told Polly later. So, yeah, this was the first time that it was dropped that that he was coming over here. So I found that interesting. Okay. Say more than
2: just just the busting the balls. We back. I think is this the first time we see Artie this season? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. It's been he's been I away. Think, I don't think we've yeah, seen I Artie at so all this so.
2: season. So uh-huh. just kind of reacclimating, you know, especially coming back from Italy. Um, now we're back in Tony's world. Mm-hmm. This is what Tony's comfortable with. Um, and you, like I said, you see, he has the place, Spike just mentioned it. He told he told Artie first, which is very interesting. Um, because there's a lot of questioning about why didn't I know? Why Who why wasn't it? I right. told that? Mm-hmm. I found interesting in this episode, too. Like, I'm mm-hmm. the boss, I don't, I don't gotta tell you. shit
0: Right. What are <laughs> you asking me about, <laughs> <laughs> about nigga? Yeah he man, I, uh, it now don't worry about it. Yeah man,
2: one of my favorite one of my favorite Jet's is a Kiss lyrics, man. I tell you what I want you to know. Fuck what you ask me. Right. So God. it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was funny how everybody was just kind of questioning the boss, but it's more yeah. so just establishing that tone. We back and you know, Tony's a little bit more sharp. I mean, he's got the suit jacket on. He's got the all tie. Right. He looks like a boss.
0: Facts. He is bossing up. Even yeah. with the move from Furio and like you to your point, Rich, with all the people asking, like, what's going on? Like, nigga, I ain't got to tell you shit. This is, mm-hmm. this is us expanding the organization. This is a mm-hmm. good move I see for the company. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he handled it well. So, yeah, 100%. a yeah, new nice so jacket on right there, too. Yeah. 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 The black jo- with the black button. Come the black on. with the gold. Yeah, that was, that man, was nasty man. right there. They did. Hey, that, and, was, that was all right.
1: And he was really putting it all on the line trying to get furio like um from naples last episode that's a part Mm -hmm. of the deal like i i need to i need him like the way he he protected i need that i need i need him he gotta come over i need that type of soldier period like so but i like the fact he you know he's making the play i yo look Artie. like i need that i need basically i'm trying to get that work visa popping i need to get some things in order so when he get here we need to be above board Like, cause that's what we do. So I I like that he goes to Artie and what I thought was interesting Artie. I got something I want to say about the joke too, but with Artie, like he, he references like, uh, like a scenario in third grade, which I thought is, was very interesting because he doesn't use any kind of mob references as far as like, you know, I paid for Vesuvio's like, you know, I, he ain't using that, way. he still operates with him from a friend civilian level. So I really appreciate him using this little corny like remember what I did for you in third grade type deal to make a a heavier and business play that I I like that element of their relationship.
0: Uh you know that was really manipulative though. Like it was he he was he was trying to act like already had a a no like he could say no but he really couldn't. Like like he coming over here to work. You're gonna give him the work visa. I'm gonna pay him stop asking the rest of the questions. Since I didn't get to join last week, I would like to know what you guys think about the addition of Silvio before we get too deep in it. Was this a weakness that Tony seen in his crew after he seen what Silvio did over there and think, I, I need one of them, or was it just an upgrade? Like, I got everything I need, but this would be good. Do you think that he needed it for survival, or do you think it's like, okay, I just want to add this on because everything else is straight? I
2: think that he saw... I don't want to say cracks in the foundation. I don't think it's Mm -hmm. that bad. But I did think he saw a need, man. There's a lot of uncertainty in the air. That's what I'll say. Um, You got everything going on with P. Pauly, we know, especially on the trip, you know, Tony got it right there front and center. Like, man, Pauly is not somebody that I really, really, really want to trust with everything if I don't have to. (laughs) Um, And Chris is in and out. You know, Chris is in and out. And and he, he saw Furio putting up numbers, you know. Mm-hmm. Furio putting up joker numbers in the finals so sure. he was like all right then let me get that and try to make out a work out a deal and we see uh, obviously as us being fans of the show we know what kind of addition Furio meant mm-hmm. um to this crew so yeah Thanks. yeah he he had to tighten up and
1: and and i imagine too you think about uncle jr he had mikey palmesey he mikey palmesey wasn't the smartest but he was definitely a gangster and he definitely was a great soldier on the side when i need work put in and he's riding around he killed a man because uncle jr didn't like how he was joking you know what I'm saying? Like immediately, so it's like I need that. I need a right hand dude that's gonna ride out and do these things for me. I need to, you know, it's gonna drive me around. It's gonna no questions asked. No questions asked. I need a dog. I need, I need a, a dog.
0: No emotion. That's bro. what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. too. I wanted to see the. I, that's what Tony looked his team up and down and see he didn't have no dogs. Mm-hmm. Like Sil, Cool, mm-hmm. Pauly got some dog in him, but got I can't in depend him, yeah. on him all the time. Christopher, who knows? Yeah. Who but knows? I don't got no dog on my team, and yeah. I think he thought that Silvio. That's the. I need some dog on my team. Let's Okay. Good, so, yeah, good. I, I like think.
2: It. Just to add on one more thing, I think Tony looked at everybody around him and, and realized he needed he needed a business boss relationship somewhere throughout.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: everybody in his crew, man, is more like a familial type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier the questioning. You're not gonna get that from Purio I need something to get done. It's getting done. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he go to Artie. You know, he, he the the reason he mentions third grade is because he knows that he can't treat Artie like I'm shaking you down. Yeah. I got to bring the sentimental value into sentimental, it. You know, I got to tap into what you <laughs> know. Because um, he knows Artie at the same end of the day is going to be like, damn, I don't know how many times he probably done looked out for Artie and got him out of the jam. So that's mm-hmm. when he I right, Then I got you, Tony.
1: Got you. And I thought, just a funny joke, uh, Seal gets Pauly back. He says, about for the, you remember the, the, the blowjob? The blow joke that he said hey sil you remember your first bloke job he's like yeah how long did it take him to come so i thought that was mm-hmm. a crazy bar from him hey tony you see what i said so silvio got him back here where he says you know he's a master cheese maker i was like oh he got him back with the i was like yo and that only i w- i will pay attention to something stupid like that but i love that type of like that was a great like comeback so um
0: uh but yeah one of the small things too that goes to the underlying story of what we talked about very early when the show started, when they were talking about the cheese maker, as you said, mm-hmm. and he was telling already "Oh man, you should have the OG cheese maker. Mm-hmm. And I think it just speaks to how Tony, he reminisces or has the, the, the past times of the pre- past mafia times as this just sweet illusion in his head. Mm-hmm. And what he's dealing with in reality is the end game of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I really just thought that that was dope. The artist was like, bro, I can't afford that shit. Like, this ain't what yeah. that is anymore. You open said you got to pay? With the real people and all of that shit. And Tony was just fantasizing about that. Like, I wish it were this way back home in America, and it's not. Mm. It's the thing for the whole show. Just thought that was dope.
1: That is dope. You get to get a little bit of both worlds. Yeah. Um. We, we go to Christopher's acting class. He shows up a little late. But nonetheless, he's here to, you know, try out acting, go from writing to acting. Um, they think that this is a necessary process for him to be good at writing. And Aid is supportive. What did y'all get from this this
0: small scene right here? This has bothered me throughout the series. Hmm. In the win season two, I can just start here with it. The reason that you become a gangster, bro, is so you don't got to do none of the rest of this bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to acting class. I don't want to write a movie or a screenplay. Mm -hmm. The reason that I'm a a gangster is because I want to do gangster shit throughout the day and live my life as a gangster and make money from it. Him going to this acting class, it speaks to, you said earlier, Rich, you're just so disconnected in who you are and what you do. And the reason that he, it it was good. I liked it, the struggles that his character portrayed like trying to get this actually feeling like that he's good at something else feeling like he could have had a chance but then it hit him in the face like nah bro you're just a gangster Mm -hmm. however I've always struggled with this with Chris's character as to what he was looking for when Mm -hmm. he was trying to do this shit like Mm -hmm. you just don't ever like bro what are you doing you ain't even really good at it you okay Mm -hmm. Like, you got some okay little comments from it and shit like that, but you're not even really good at this. What you could be good at is being a gangster if you put your mind to it. Like, you got Mm -hmm. the lineage and all of that shit. So, I hate the... Even when they did it later on when he made the movie and shit, I've always hated this part of Chris.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: 100%. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) It was just Chris trying to find out what he wants to do. Like, Mm -hmm. what am I good at? And to Spike's point, it is just weird because you are deep in this world. it? It'd be different if he was like uh, the two idiots that we see. this. Uh, his this little season. niggas up under him. Young yeah, Or his
0: homeboy He's... that got killed last season. Yeah, he yeah, or Brennan like last oh,
2: year. You know, yeah. if they were just kind of on the outskirts or trying to, all right, it's, it's almost like an application. I heard I heard Tony's crew was looking for something. Let me see what we got going on. If he was in that stage, it'd be one thing. But the fact that you tied in, like, dog, you, Pauly just said you about to get your butt. Like, mm-hmm. you deep in this game. What the fuck are you doing? At these acting classes and you can't even collect drops, you know, from the from the from the parlor. It just didn't make any sense. And and Chris is really just searching for something. And it's it's also a weird duality because we see throughout this episode, Chris is trying to, you know, when acting comes. I don't know if y'all saw like Damson Interest is talking about something about him being a snowfall and just how that role kind of took a hold on him heard mm-hmm. things about that, like Michael B. Jordan talked about going to therapy after playing Killmonger, mm-hmm. that reality versus fiction mm-hmm. is a lot of that's a that's Chris's character pretty much yeah. drawing that line. Like he doesn't really know where he stands, mm-hmm. and I think that played out perfectly in this scene.
0: That's a really good point. It is, that's and really and, and
1: I think what Chris, the reason it, as much as we don't like the reason, it makes total sense to me because Christopher has an identity crisis.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He grew up without his dad. So he so he grew up without his dad, and we'll see his mom's kind of a piece of work. We'll we'll get there later. He never really had the option to explore. Maybe I want to take a different path. A lot of us grow up in families where we might have a lot of people that might have took the street route, and you, you know, you had the necessary resource. Say I want to do something else, but I think he's just exploring that other part. Now he shouldn't have never got this deep in on the mob. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that this is the play to go, but I think that from he has an identity crisis because he never. Because if his dad was alive, Dicky, I think he would have never wanted him to obviously be a part of this. He would have wanted him to be like an AJ or a Meadow. You know what I'm saying? Like do something else. And I think that there's an in, internal thing going on with Christopher that yearns to see if I'm capable of doing it. But unfortunately, he doesn't have those type of
0: traits. It's just He just doesn't. Well, I think the biggest thing that we take from it as fans of this show watching it the thing that you, cause you're right about his identity crisis, but it's led is, it's, it's making him let people down. Yeah. Like he's letting people down by struggling with who he is. Like he's letting Adriana down because he's leading her on to believe, Oh, I want to do something more and something else. He letting Tony and the crew down because leading them to believe, Oh, I'm a gangster, but I can dibble and dabble and still maintain like, no, you can't bro. Like I, as he struggles throughout this series of what you said mo who I want to be who I am or I never had the opportunity that's right that's absolutely right mm-hmm. but he's letting everyone down and you talked about it before we started rich with the the waste of talent like mm-hmm. you letting all these people down just because you are questioning your purpose mm-hmm. when people are telling you hey you're good at this bro try this go go do this <clears throat> it ain't like he's struggling and not good at one thing His problem is He won't make the commitment One way or the other If you're not gonna do it Then get the fuck out yeah. If you are gonna do it Then stay here Yeah And nobody will Well Tony's trying to tell him that But he won't listen
1: mm. um, Anything else you wanna add to that Rich?
2: Nah man That was He, he said it all That's just that, I mean Chris is <laughs> He's just one of those If you're familiar with the show man He's just one of those Frustrating characters man Yeah <laughs> yes, It man. could go a million Different ways for him Thanks. And Man, he could have had it all. Head.
1: Boy, he could have had it all, bro. promise. He had to. When he finally. Yeah. But uh, let me just. Uh, we get a small scene. Tony's watching the news. We see, you know, Corrado Jr. Soprano on the news. And Tony's just having a moment here.
0: Eating <laughs> <Inus laughs> his. Oh, man, he <laughs> <laughs> man. What was he sticking in the mayonnaise jar, man. bro? Gabba what the goo. fuck was that? In the madness. In the mayonnaise. mayonnaise. That's fucking nuts. Gabagoo. <laughs> <laughs> like bro, dog,
1: I Damn. I ain't mad at I I like mayo, but not like that. I it don't. ain't never a sauce that not like a I'm a
0: dip as a dip. Dip is crazy. Mayo bro. as a dip is fucking insane. That,
1: that's crazy. I mean, I guess ranch is mayo based, but I don't know. It still
0: got some <laughs> kind of seasoning. Yeah, there. mayo that, is just like bro, crazy. you just. You just raw dog in the mayo, oh, you know, made out the man, jar hell, too,
2: in a big jar too, not the small <laughs> jar. And that's big, big
0: paws too for you, like Lou, like Jeez, oh Yeah, that is a big pause. Yeah. Yeah. It's just raw, the raw <laughs> dog. Raw dog the mayo is nuts, but That's, that's what he was doing, <laughs> though. He was, though, no, 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 <laughs> no bread, no creativity. <laughs> just, just raw oh, yeah, dog. <laughs> hey, like nigga, get a piece of bread at least, Please. Jesus, crackers nigga, get a or knife,
2: anything. No,
0: oh, and then just pipping it in there. i
1: just i I just thought it was kind of funny i kind of look at the um the italian and the white american blend situation it could be overly deep here but i kind of look at it like that like the you know the italian people always use that word and then the mayo is like the white people thing i I kind of look like the italian and the american blending situation yeah like you know like get out with the cereal milk situation type of deal that's kind of how i looked at it i don't know if they were doing that
0: but I, I can this see the that, introduction is, of your girl too My bad yeah, What are you going to say Rich? Ahead. No I was, gonna say, man, I was just going to
2: say My fault Spike go ahead, go ahead
0: I was just saying it was a random introduction Of that little housekeeper that will come back up later That's it
2: That's. What I was just about to point out to her too Just that you, you got this <laughs> You complaining about the life you live, you know, how come every time I'll take a piss and make some news, but at the very same time, you got a housekeeper in your background, <laughs> bro. You got to come your feet kicked
0: up. I like, relax, my nigga. Yes. Yeah, exactly. man. Calm down.
1: It's the idea, bro. It's He loves the idea like all of us do. I like He, he want to be in the struggle so bad. Like so Tony want to be in the struggle so bad. And look, 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 look at this. It just hit me that foreshadowing to the Melfi therapy scene of the thrill that people like to have with horror films where they like to horror feel the films and roller coasters. You know, yeah. where they like to feel that, like that, that move that without, yep, yeah, exactly. So I think that this is kind of that great pool. I think we seen her for the first season when, um, Karm had the little house party. We get, you know, we get the famous hand situation. I think that, uh, yeah, the, the maid, I think she was there at that <laughs> point, but,
0: Oh, that was her. I think so. Yeah. I think oh, she okay. was she there at that, that yeah, it was she so. plays a huge
2: minor role in this season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> indirectly.
1: And and then <laughs> and then boy, and just quickly too, it's just like it's just funny to me. Like he's he's looking for some kind of attention When you be like, like you want to open a, a conversation, you want people to get involved, and you look like, oh, okay. I think I thought it was calm. Like I just thought that was funny too.
2: Yeah, that was hilarious.
1: Um Tony meets up with Paulie, man. They meeting at Louis Costello Memorial. Uh Paulie, he got man, he got that jumpsuit on, psh, It's fly, boy. God, it was fly. That that blue and white joint. Um, they having some uh, conversation, and Tony pretty much tells him like, "Hey, yo, I'm moving you up. I'm making you one A, one B with uh, Silvio. Uh, y'all make the y'all gonna start. Everybody has to go through y'all and lead Big P out of it, basically."
0: I wondered. Uh, my bad. Yeah, go, ahead. I, I gonna, go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna say, uh, "What did y'all think about that?" But go ahead. I wonder why we never saw this conversation happen with Seal. Mm. Did he tell him before this or after this was? Because it made me think. Because we were talking about it, he told Artie at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Was did Seal know then? Mm-hmm. Like how long has Seal known that this was a thought process of his? Because obviously we see that Pauly is just now finding out, but we never see him tell Seal. Mm-hmm. I thought was I thought that was interesting. I ain't have anything deeper than that, but I want to know what y'all thought about that.
2: Okay, I think Seal, I think Seal knew already. I don't Mm. think that any major – I think Seal is really his –
0: He probably asked him, should he bring him.
2: I think he even told him, I need to make – because sometimes you need to make a decision to uh, boost morale of the crew or not Mm. to lose too many people. Spice things up. Exactly. I don't think Mm. he necessarily wanted to bump Pauly up, or maybe he did want to bump, but I don't think he wanted it to be like an equivalent to Seal. Mm-hmm. But he in a sense had to, and I think he told Sill on the side, like, look, this is what's gonna happen. I still you still my number
3: two. Good um, you still my number
2: two. I want you to kind of be delicate with it. Make sure you listen to Paul, you make sure you got some input. But at the end of the day, I'm coming to you. I think him and Seal are having side conversations yeah. without Paul involved. Mm-hmm. I just can't right. see it. I just can't, yeah. That's yeah.
0: and he and and that information probably came from Seal. If we're SEAL to be a good number two, he probably told him. Like, you're need, you going to need to tell Pauly, like, separately. Like, just don't drop this shit on Polly and have the party. And like you told Chris and told Pussy, like, mm-hmm. you probably going to need. Uh, that is a really good point. That is mm-hmm. a really good point. So that's what I was wondering why we never seen that. But it does do justice for Seal's character as being a good consigliere. It's like, you don't need to see that on screen. And the suggestion probably came from somewhere because Tony wouldn't have told him he ain't mm-hmm. tell chris he ain't tell pussy like he don't really look at paulie that way in mm-hmm. my opinion especially yeah. after the trip over there how he mm-hmm. made you know what i'm saying how uncouth he was but mm-hmm. yeah that 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 probably came from seal that you want to tell paulie at least give him the the name plate yeah. of thinking that he's in this place and, and
2: tony has a tony has a luxury of being able to do that because out of everybody in the crew seal is low maintenance yes yeah seal i is ain't never gonna exactly. trip out Paulie
1: the most high
0: maintenance yeah yeah Yeah, exactly exactly. so he could
1: exactly but let's be clear too though paulie has been on a great run as a role player like we look at you know when he shot the little mexican dude with the suitcase and they came up on that big that that big racket last Mm. season you know he was uh uh they when they needed to get the teacher's car back it was him and big p uh you know he went over to naples he was bugging and stuff but he see that's grunt
0: work though that's grunt work Tony's not looking for grunt work no more like that that's part of the problem of why seal excuse me, a why probably probably wasn't in on the initial conversation. What I need you to do is when we're over here in Naples or whatever it may be, you need to be a good source of information. You don't need to be doing too much. You don't need to be making us look silly. I, I like all that other shit that you just mentioned more, like there are good points, but that's what, that's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. going above and beyond and being considered a number two or a good number two or a good consigliere is out here in the open we with the rest of the gangsters like how they looking at you mm-hmm.
1: so okay um i thought it was uh interesting too tony kind of makes this joke about i know what you i know what you did you say eating my malamars and paulie is like so locked in like he's like bro I'm I'm, I'm I'm capping bro like relax like come to my boy house tony, boy. oh man but you, yeah, that's <laughs> why. and this is what got me y'all i don't know and this is not that big of a deal but this what got me I don't know if Paulie really did eat his Malamars, the cookies or whatever. But what I do know is Paulie is a great liar in, in the, the trench because I looked at his face and I immediately went to the boat scene. And I said, man, this dude, because he, cause he's like, what, did I do something wrong? And he had that like look on his face, just like the boat scene where he's just like, uh, I don't know about the joke. You know what I mean? So it's like. Not that it's a big deal, but it just kind of makes me look like maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But this could be a lie. where well, he's so solid with the lie face, dude. I just, it's the same look, bro. That's what my mind went to uh, as far as the scene. <laughs> well, he
0: though. never confirmed or denied if he ate him or not. Tony just brought. No, him exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So he
1: has that lie, like, man, I don't know what you talk about, like. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a cool scene nonetheless. So we um we get Melfi in therapy. Sopranos is keeping us filled with the therapy scenes. Uh, we get Melfi and she's having a, a conversation with her therapist, Elliot, and she tells her him about the dream that she had about Tony and how she feels, how she left him. And uh, we get this whole scene and her her behavior is really off right now. Rich, what did you what did you take take from her like where she is right now as a as a therapist?
2: Man, this Dr. Melfi-Tony relationship has always been um, interesting and intriguing to me, mainly because I don't to this day, I don't understand why it was so important for Dr. Melfi. I mean, this kind of overtook her life. Every therapy session she had in this episode and even the moments that she had previous to this episode, as far as getting back with Tony, I mean, it kind of overtook her thoughts. One question I had, and I want to pose it to you guys as well when I look at the scene of her storming out of Elliot's office and mm. pretty much doing her best Tony, Tony Soprano impression, <laughs> yeah. he's done that numerous times to her. I'm caught between, is that the care? Is that the, the patient rubbing off on her or is that really who Melfi is? Mm. And it's coming out more because that's more of her authentic self. Like I, mm. we, we saw a glimpse in season one of Melfi with her family um, and some of the language that she used. Cause you know, she doesn't have a tribe. I think you guys discussed that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have a tribe. When she was at that dinner scene with um, the Kuzumano's and all that, like she mm-hmm. took offense to some of the things they were saying. She takes offense to some of the things her ex-husband says about Italian Americans.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I wonder how much gangster for as much as Melfi can have, does she have in her? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. kind of who she is on the surface versus ah, I've been hanging out with Tony Soprano too much. This shit is rubbing off.
0: <laughs> Man, that is a really good question because they never really talked about her background. If I'm not, Right. I'm not mistaken, like they never really went into her parents, what they did and things of that nature. But as far as you're saying, she is always kind of the antagonist in the situations where you got the higher classes, like her ex-husband, the Kuzumatos. She's always the one closer to Tony versus those people who are all way out and out of space. So that's a good point. I think, I think she got a little bit of that in her and well, I don't want to reference what I would reference to prove the point. We'll get to that later. But there's something that happens later where she don't really go to damsel in distress and really kind of just handle it herself as far mm, as the repercussions know, yeah. of it. So, yeah, I think that she got a little Dr. Melfi got a little bit more. I got this shit gangsta shit versus. Oh, woe is me. Karen white lady. So I would I would okay. side with it more Tony. OK, yeah, uh,
1: sidebar. Which I'd be here for a Melfi prequel.
0: No. Okay. Nothing Rich? interesting about that for me. Mm,
2: not a prequel. Um, mm-hmm. maybe more information added added into the series about her, but I don't know if I want to know everything about Melfi unless okay. she got some real Yeah. I shit guess that happens. Mean. But I don't see it. I just think she's good at playing, mm-hmm. you know, not like enough. a lot of people are, playing that corporate America role, even though it's not corporate, but the business side, and then once you get off work, you your whole different side. Okay, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Um I thought it, was, you know, what she spoke about the dream and the haunting part of the dream was the song "You, You're Out of the Woods." Was a a great warning for her. I thought that was so haunting, and I think about Chris too. You got an opportunity to get out of the woods. You, this is your chance. If you want out, Melfi got it. This is your chance. If you want out, you're out. And so I think when they hit the song, she's thinking it's about him. But I think it's more about her, but she's not looking at it because she's so locked into kind of her a little bit slight arrogance to he needs me mentality. I'm like, no, you're out the woods. You you have no idea what you're really dealing mm. with. You know, so I, I thought that was a very haunting uh, idea there. I was like, ooh, that was that's crazy. And then, of course, the Wizard of Oz reference and stuff like that saying, no, he's Oz. like he's not he's not none of those. Regular characters, Tony's eyes,
0: you know what I'm saying? That's a good point, and I want to circle back to what you asked, Rich, which makes me see the connection more so now. Just like Tony, Dr. Melfi is a high level performer, like she's really good at what she does. Mm -hmm. So, just like with Tony and him having the frustrations of being good and everybody else kind of being subpar she's looking at this relationship as to if i walk away from this and take the easy way out then i'm just a subpar therapist like you elliot here talking to me Mm -hmm. you're doing off all this like bullshit theories or whatnot but you ain't willing to get in the trenches like i am and figure it out Mm -hmm. which is hurt Storming out that's a that question that you asked, Rich makes me think of that. Yeah, that that goes to her storming out, and that that's why she relates to Tony. We're both high-level performers, we're mm-hmm. both uh upper echelon cream of the crop in our field. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna leave until the job is done, regardless of everybody telling me, oh, well, you should do it this way or you should do it that way. That that is a great full circle moment right there as Mm. far as you saying that and and putting two and two together but yeah I think that's it that's their pull together the high level performance shit. Mm -hmm. she thinks very it. yeah
2: I love that man it makes me wonder how many other patients she's had on her mind like this Mm. Um, I feel like there have been some but yeah I I feel like there have been some but it's always been reactionary you know Mm -hmm. we we, we hear her tell Tony in episode one of this season you know I had a patient commit suicide because Mm -hmm. I wasn't there Mm-hmm. Um I think she cares about stuff like that but I don't know if there's any other patients that would have her reeling like this. Exactly. In a this, out specifically about him.
0: This the cream of the crop for her field. Like this is like the 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 finals, this is like the Super Bowl. Like I'm dealing with a sociopath in the media trying to help like yeah so 100% what you said. Yeah. yeah. That makes and going sense. to your point
2: going to your point Spike she is a leader what she does and she knows we we've learned this she's the only one that can treat him. So yeah. if not her, then she knows nobody else will. And I don't think she's going to step away from that challenge. She She's too, it's too much in her. Mm-hmm. Mm,
0: exactly. She's, she's not, she's heard far. her colleagues say, she's heard her colleagues say, yeah. I, I wouldn't do this. Like, why I, I'm not good enough to do this or I'm not, I don't have the amount of balls that you have to do this, but yeah, she's heard her colleagues say that.
1: Yeah. And I think that she, <clears throat> I think it just brings it closer where it's like, we're not that far different as you think, you know, cause Remember she asked she asked the, the question to Tony, I understand, but why you, Tony Soprano, have why to you be, the, be the one to fix it. Why, why you gotta the, be same thing with you, Melfi, why Melfi. you Jennifer Melfi? Why you gotta be the
0: one to fix it? So the it's
1: it's all it's just very same thing. Just great. Again, Sopranos being great at, at this, the that's greatest cool at this. Uh, yeah. But
2: um, Dr. Melfi look at all the, her colleagues like some suckers, too. Man. That's that little yeah. bit,
1: of <laughs> bit of sprinkle.
0: All right, y'all some bitch-ass niggas. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. yeah. you yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, was weak. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and I thought it was funny on her way out. She was like, look at you smiling with that. You think this is funny. He's not smiling. Not smirking anything. I just thought that's a high-level read from her him not
2: he make she no face it.
0: she felt it from the she felt it from all like she's the eyebrows all of that shit it was a great point of her calling now like you smug bitch mm-hmm. like you you right here judging me because you wouldn't do what i do but it ain't because you don't respect it it's because you ain't willing to get in the dirt with me yeah but i think fine. she
1: i think she's she's judging herself and ref, uh you know reflecting off him if i be honest i don't think that
0: Nah, you know. I think he, well, I, I guess I don't like Elliot. I, I, I got I know, the same but, but thing uh, Dr. Melfi was getting from him like this, nah, You got that because you wanted to have that. That's Because <laughs> <Man, Elliot. laughs> he has that face, definitely has that, you <laughs> he know, do. that
2: constipated he got face. He, he, got, he has a very punchable face. Very, very punchable.
1: punchable face. Man, um, we go to the Sopranos house. It's, it's not that long. Uh, Janice is... <laughs> Janice is taking a Oh my gosh Taking a load out On their on uh, Taking a loan out On their mom's house Tony's anger Is Is Intact And How close Was that phone To hitting AJ Robert Eiler Please If you ever hear this Please Chime in somewhere How close is that phone Cause bro That was ridiculously close Like Dog Man what y'all think about this? This this anger that Tony is letting out again here. We've seen over this season.
0: What was AJ doing? What was his purpose in this thing? Just so he could see his dad like flipping out? Man, he was making breakfast.
2: But man, go ahead, Rick. I'm glad you asked that because I was trying to figure out the same thing. Like, what do you? What's your? I don't know if that's <laughs> one of those. Listen, bro. all right. So I just thought about this, and I think his purpose is maybe that father son dynamic. Tony learned something about his dad. Um, and maybe this is one of those moments ah, where AJ's okay, looking famous, at his dad yeah. and the way he is. And it's that moment, even with okay. Chris, where do I want to be this person? Do I want to be like this? Like, is this my future? I think maybe mm. that's the only thing, because even when Tony goes in the room um, afterwards and makes a Radio Shack joke.
0: AJ I was just like,
2: yeah, I think it's wait, more bro. so that father son. <laughs> like, this is just how this thing works. But I don't know what AJ was doing in the scene.
0: I tell you the penniest <laughs> part of this scene that would have made me rip the phone off the wall is Carmilla calling and Janice Cavardi. I would have <laughs> lost my shit, bro, <laughs> Bitch that ain't name. I would have lost it. Because <laughs> that's the most ridiculous shit. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
2: so let me let me chime in
0: real quick, man. That's what that's why
2: people don't like Carmela. Because she has this. She knew what
0: she was doing right there.
2: Yeah, man. She has this holier than now, like where she tries to do the good thing. It's almost like the equivalent of, uh, in today's term, being woke. But you still you still talking no, your shit on you, the side like you, you ain't like this for
0: real. You bro, really don't right. like her either. Yeah, you, you acting, doing the bro. Stop it. Trying to call yeah. her by the name that she told Pavardi. Bitch, shut up. Like I was calling her that last. Call like, she called
1: her, <laughs> her that a few episodes ago. she still was doing it. And yes. Tony totally keeps calling. But Janice,
0: but like. when she got a problem with her, she refers to her as Janice, Though ah, when she trying to piss Tony <laughs> off, she'll say that. Well, that's like no, 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 she no, no, no. Hold really hold slick, bro. Carmela is a bitch. She a piece. She a really slick motherfucker. Hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: because. Well, I guess I was about to say, well, her and Janice, they were on pretty good terms after that little conversation. But I forgot last episode when you know Janice kind of came for lightweight on her marriage, and then she flipped the script back on her, like you yeah. he you know, with, uh, you know, with, with April. So, uh, yeah, I I guess so because I was like,
2: well, I don't <laughs>
0: Carmella know, Carmella Petty, man, that was <laughs> Par- a pretty ass line, right Par-Body. there. Oh, who Parvati?
2: No. No. What? Yeah, no. come on, man, <laughs> that, that would have no, sent me off, bro. <laughs> <Right>. Parvati. <Par-Body. laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Who the fuck is you talking about? I right? mean, her name's been
1: Parvati since she was eighteen. So stop, just, stop. stop. Just respect. You Tony, ain't, Tony, call Tony ain't called, a- called, her, a-
2: called her, <laughs> her. Tony ain't called her that once. Not once she knows nigga. She, she know exactly what, what she doing.
1: That's crazy. Um, but she tells yeah, that him goes bro-
0: to uh, Edie Falco. Man, that was a really good ah, job by her. Though. That was a, that was a killing. Like that was funny.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it was just a good scene. We see his frustration again, but it's like it's something real small he doesn't really care that much about the house It really ain't got nothing to do with his day-to-day but yeah he's still getting angry so it's showing us the again the stakes of tony the cracks in the armor so um yeah he makes a little joke and then that's that's pretty much that tony he pulls up to livia's house and Richie opens the door oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna let in y'all boxes i am about boxes, to let you rock there's <laughs> this scene is so good Rich, what are what are some things you get from this interaction between Tony and Richie? Because he's ready to go off, and then he opened the door, and boom, there he is with the beater on, with the yeah, <laughs> with
2: the beater. Uh, first of all, it's it's more that power struggle between Tony and Richie, old school, new school. Mm-hmm. You at my mom's crib, yo, and your drawers. <laughs> like, let's just stop there for a second, man. Show some fucking respect. Like, even if you don't know it's me, like t- Richie played it so okay. cat. He play- Richie played that like he been living in that house for twenty five years. It's paid <laughs> off. Like you a guest in my crib. Like nah, bro. Like what are you on? And you ain't. I think what would piss me off even more if I was Tony. My sister ain't even here. Y'all comfortable enough to where she leaving you at the crib by yourself?
0: Are you answering the door?
2: Mm-hmm. You answering the Nigga, door? Nigga, is this crazy? <laughs>
0: know, exactly. like, they and got history. Have
2: any... they got history. Come on.
1: Man, bro. Just relax. What's no only say?
2: Catching blowjobs on my mom's couch. Boy, oh, my mom's
1: couch. Bro, him and the blowjobs. It, I got some questions for Janice at the blowjobs. First bro. of
0: all, yeah. I swear. Bro, if you don't put your goddamn pants on, like I, yeah. I even even Richie was so disrespectful. Tony told him, man, he still didn't do it. He went on to cook his eggs. Oh, I loved bro. it though. I loved it. Richie though. was a disrespectful ass. He, nigga, he like, I, 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 It would have probably took everything I had if I were Tony not to go in and do him right there. Like, bro, you got me completely fucked up, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. But no. yeah, th- th- this was a great. Your scene. sister's a freak, like, bro. But but that ain't even the ends of the ends and out of it. He don't even really care that. My sister's a freak, okay, y'all over here smashing her. First of all, y'all ain't neither one of y'all supposed to be here Like, I don't even know why y'all niggas is setting up shop in in this house And now y'all got some scheme where y'all trying to take money on the house too And nigga, you in on it And mm. I know the business and how you get down Because you fucking work with me So mm. I know it's a scheme where I'm going to have to end Ah, oh, nah, like, all y'all got me fucked up, bro mm. Like, it would have been an eviction If Spike Lee was Tony Soprano, it would have been an eviction mm. notice. Like, all y'all getting out of here today Oh, yeah. this shit is over with, my nigga.
2: <laughs> Tony, if, if, I don't even care if I take a $100,000 loss. I'm selling this crib today.
0: All of it's gone, wow. bro. Get you. You get out. Y'all can go live in a box for all I care, nigga. Mm-hmm. Think, about when when he, nigga. <laughs>
2: yeah, think about what he went over there for because he feels uh, disrespected from from Janice, the
0: low, right. constantly,
2: constantly going behind and doing some extra shit, the disrespect. He gets here at, at Richie opening the door, that disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, their conversation in a couple episodes about Beans and the way he's going about things, the way Richie holds that fork almost in a threatening mm-hmm. manner. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I let it slide once. And the most important thing to me, you know, it's just I love that the first time we actually see Richie and Janice together in that kind of couple scene is in that kitchen. And I'll just leave
0: it at that. Yeah. Well, and that, that goes back to something different. Yeah. Yeah. The thing for me, too, what Tony was really trying to get off here is like, bro, I am not your little brother anymore. I ain't little AJ or Tony Soprano, who you used to know, Richie. Both of y'all got me fucked up. Really? And I ain't going to go as hard on y'all as I could right now by having me fucked up. I'm only, since y'all are two fuck ups, y'all can figure it out and I'm done with it. But I think that. The the overall thing for him was y'all treat me like the old Tony, and I'm the fucking boss now. Mm-hmm. But, this his, but, this no is, is, but this is out of his But this is yeah,
1: I, I don't shine shoes, perfect. Shine but this is out of Tony's jurisdiction, me. though. Like that's
0: that's it ain't uh, really though. It really is my mom's house, bro. Yeah, but it's Daddy my mom's house. It
1: but that's what he said But he said, but dad bought it though. Like so, it's like he. No, already, you know, nobody what?
0: didn't buy it. This is still under my. I, I gave. No, look. this
1: is his his dad bought it. That's why when they was having that conversation at the pool, he let it marinate. He like, all right. You know what I mean?
0: So I think the reason that it is under his jurisdiction because he knew this was going to happen when Janice showed up. You're going to find a way in and more and more. You're going to take and take and take until you swindled me out of something. That's why he's so much on the defensive with Janice. And now I'm looking up. You've moved Richie in my mom's house. You're trying to take out a loan on the house. You're trying to bring my mom back in the house who I don't fuck with. All you said you was coming here to do was Tie up loose ends bro like you was supposed To come get some money and leave and go back To Seattle mm-hmm. but to Tony's fear You're doing everything that he said That she thought she would do and that's Why it's in his jurisdiction because you You playing me you playing in my face As the kids say today yeah you playing he, in my Face but he, he
1: you're right but he, he's He got bigger fish to fry like he's He this is where you like you really need there Because you're like bro this is because he goes later Talking about like I'm going off about I don't even really But I think that I will say uh, Richie had a, a fair shake when Tony was just like, man, my sister, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, there's better looking men in a can. And that kind of triggers him a little bit where it's like, bro, <laughs> dog, I was in the can 10 years. I don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, so when he got really the fork up, on that too. yeah, like, yo, don't don't play. Like, hey, bro, don't play like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I felt him there. And I also think it's funny offering a man eggs in, in boxers is nuts.
0: Bruh bro i'd hit that nigga with that skillet bro oh like, yeah bro, you it you sure got
2: and it goes it goes to even further bro i sat there at a table when i saw you have a conversation with chris about how you know what your role is you know put your you know you give her your last name it's none of my fucking business
3: mm-hmm.
2: he, yeah. told me he had every right to act the way he did just to, like what spike said like he's not out of pocket for that this ain't your wife you know i'm not coming at you you know we see, even though we find out later in season Tony really don't care, but <laughs> bro, like I got every right to say what I need to say. And that was just great acting by, um. I can't think of his name, the actor who plays Richie. There was so many silent moments where, David where Tony Pavala and Janice like were having that. a combo, and Richie would kind of look over his shoulder and shoot him that death stare. And mm-hmm. like, Richie's a problem, man. Oh, yeah. Richie is a problem.
0: X. He's a great villain, man. Um, he is. He was one of the few, like, I. I he was like a surmountable villain to Tony. Like yeah. we could have gone blow for blow. Oh yeah. Like the way mm-hmm. that this ended was, yeah, yeah, good.
1: I, I don't know if there's anybody. I, I, yeah, I think. Well, it, Phil definitely later on. Phil, Phil was definitely Phil, Phil. Yeah, but I'm looking at. I'm looking at like I can call up the boys, or we can we can we can shoot the fade for real. Like I'm looking at like you know, Richie can get what you on. Like yo, we wanna we wanna square up. We can go. I don't look at Phil so much. In that way, of course, Phil got the got the manpower. So it's like, yo, we can go to real war, of course. But I, I kind of look at when we talk about- Oh, you're about, talking about
0: from a physical standpoint? Well, like, yeah. I mean, Oh, okay. If, yeah, he would have been the only one to fight Tony. Richie would have been the only one to fight Tony. For sure. Only but, one of his foes that he had would have been like, yeah, nigga, I'm right here with you. We can go. We can go. I agree with you. Um,
1: but we go over to Christopher. It's just a real quick uh, acting scene. Um. The guy comes down and he's supposed to be holding oranges and he goes into his pocket like, hey man what are you doing you're dropping your oranges uh to me small scene you know oranges and eggs i spoke about before like uh representations of death in the sopranos as well as most mob well oranges in most mob movies that's like kind of a reference to somebody's dying or something bad is going to happen and so um that's pretty much, it wasn't a lot here for me, I, but if there's this anything, big,
0: I th- wait, wait, I think this is a big Christopher scene. This, this is a small, this fucking, a small scene. A, I think this is a big moment in the okay. Christopher story, though, because this is the fucking hook for his character. This is what Adriana sees. This is what that class sees. This is what Tony sees. There's a flash of brilliance in this character that pops out okay. every now and then. And those people that love him and want him to do well, they buy into that. Even with this class, it was something really small like you said, Mo. Oh, you dropped your oranges. You dropped your fucking oranges as a matter of fact. <laughs> great fucking line. Great improv. Nobody in there was thinking about it. All those people latched on to it. Chris is like, oh shit, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Tony. There's small samples of brilliance that people see with him and they're like, oh man, you could be the dude. But then as you said, Rich, please waste a fucking talent because he's not yeah. focused with it. Like, he, he trying yeah. to He's trying to spread the brilliance so many different ways and it don't have to be that way. He could focus on one thing as we've seen here and be really, really, really fucking good at it. But he ain't tapped in enough.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. I know we've discussed it before. What separates a show like The Sopranos from your average show? Um, these small ancillary throwaway scenes that look like throwaway, they really mean Thanks. something. This they scene really mean said, a lot, bro. This 35 seconds says so much about Chris, not only from what Spike just said, but also... One of the first times we meet Chris, he is complaining about the lack of credit that he gets. Yeah. Mm. Now we're in a position of where he's getting credit for some of his brilliance. Not only that we see it, but he's also getting acknowledged for it. He doesn't mm. get that acknowledgement when he does something good in the world with Tony. It's like, hey, good job. That's what you're supposed to fucking do. Everybody kind of on his dick. They you know, fucking clap for him. <laughs>
0: right. Like, clapping they do ovation for him.
2: <laughs> there's a pause with that look on his face, like that little proud. Like, yeah, yeah, hey, it was, you know, uh, I, am I am somebody. Really, okay. Yep. Okay. Like, he I needed am. that. So... <laughs> You stupid Somebody Uh, Yeah man So this is a big This is a big thing For Chris man It just kind of shows Him finding something That Not only am I good at But I feel accepted too Like other people Recognize it
1: Facts Yeah that's That's good stuff Um, And you're right And I think it goes back To the lack of father Cause really Chris think he's looking for acknowledgement. Remember he with with uh a hit is a hit, he was he talking about man, he gangster. I'm the real gangster. I should be the one there in the videos, they're on MTV, and he wants to be acknowledged. But he realized that even when he gets acknowledged, it's not acknowledged, he wants to be loved. He's looking for a father's love. That's that's the ultimate arch overarching concept, I believe, that's Christopher's biggest issue that he never quite got. And and, and when he thought he was getting it that's why we see the anger really come out much, much later in the series. Cause you thought that your uncle Tony was giving you a certain kind of father love, but it was never that. So, uh, mm-hmm. but this acknowledgement of do for now. <laughs> uh, thanks. We go over to, uh, they're having a welcome home, welcome party for Furio, man. And it's a lot of different plays happening. A lot of observations being made by Tony. Um, <laughs> do you think that, Big P is starting to feel isolated here, because this is kind of like that first real touch taste of like kind of isolating him a little bit. Because he's talking to Silvio, and he's like, nobody tells me nothing. And Silvio's like, hey man, like like relax, bro. Like you'll find out, you know, when the time comes. He's a friend of ours. That's all you need to know. Uh, what are some things you gather? There's a lot going on. Like I said, that uh, you know Tony's observation of Furio, Carmela kind of checking on him real quick. And Christopher coming through, breaking breaking the news or whatnot. What is, what is
0: something that you gather from this, uh, Spike? I think this was a good scene in the sense of Tony kind of taking everything in as to the role that Furio will be playing. Mm-hmm. Pussy it also showed how, yeah, this is our guy from back in the day. He came up with us. But that little call right there, that was too close for comfort. I ain't really 100% sure. You back in the fold. So with that being said, even with that scare, it's making me reevaluate shit. Mm -hmm. I'm reevaluating shit by trying to remove myself from niggas like you. You I'm saying so now I'm keeping you out of the fold. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a good job in that. It not only showed that Tony was being observant, but it spoke to the paranoia that pussy would have if he's an informant. Mm -hmm. like this may not have been a big deal it may have but Mm -hmm. i don't know because i'm so jaded because i'm talking to the fucking fbi i don't know if they know i'm talking to the fbi they almost figured me out the last time i think that that was great in the sense of giving tony that go-to as to yeah i ain't really sure but also pussy having the apprehension of is it because i'm talking to the fbi so that was really good there also furio blending in with the crowd they showed him working the room the ladies love him the kids love him you show like for lack of a better word he's the 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 original gangster in the room like Mm -hmm. even beyond tony's crew like he's the nigga like Mm -hmm. we got this welcome home party he's fucking with the kids the wives love him he seems to fit the perfect bill of what we expect christopher to be so of course soon as christopher walks in we see the the instant like who the fuck is this nigga you know what I'm saying like you would be if somebody at your job came in doing the same thing that you do, <laughs> but my fuckers fucking it with them more than you. Like you, like oh, what's going on here? Bruh. So all of that was really good. Go ahead, Rich
2: Spike, man. I literally had in my notes. It's almost like he's working a job, and somebody comes in you're like, damn, well, I didn't even know we was hiring. <laughs> right. like, <I> even, <laughs> like, what's going? Can he on? do
0: the same thing I do? Oh, hold up,
2: boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, start putting <laughs> hey, two together because that's that's the biggest kick with Furio. It's not like he's a, a Jimmy or somebody like that. Like you mm-hmm. walk in the room and immediately know like, oh, this guy's a threat. to what yes. I do, Like he yes. he's he's moving up the board. He's not like you say, he's working the room. We got the Fabio hair, hair, hair down,
0: hair down, a, he's original from, gangster, nigga. Yeah, he's from the old country. OG. Like he is not
2: here to play any game. So if you are not in the fold, if you're not a seal or a poly, you know, all right, man, my pos- my position solidified Tony already gave me that talk. Like I know everything good. If anybody else, on alert. Looking at him like a threat. Like, what you doing here? What up, you gotta look internally. What did I do wrong to make him want to call
0: Furio over? Now you're working late. Now you're trying to figure out all wrong. <laughs> now you ain't leaving at 6:30 when you supposed yeah. to clock down at five. Yeah, yeah nigga. Yeah. They on your ass. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100
1: mm-hmm. percent Uh and I-, I think I like what you said, Rich. Hair down. That's a big 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 part right here. His hair is down. Mm-hmm. We know normally when Furio does business, his hair is pinned up. So and hair down, <laughs> almost metaphorically, like I'm letting my hair down amongst the people. I'm 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 floating through the crowd. I'm looking like a civilian right now. And then on top of that, like imagine I was just imagining like the culture shock he was talking about. Like you know, what I mean, they had two women, they had the leslies on TV, bro. Like what what's what's really going on? Like you know, it's like bro, they don't they never do that in my country. And I'm looking at how Tony is observing him. And it's almost like, okay, I'm glad I, I got him. He's a, he's a, he's a great addition, but he he's floating really well. And I know how they feel about women in Naples. Cause remember that conversation him and Tony had, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, will he really be down for the job? I seen, how he gave it up. I seen how he punched that boy and slapped it, slapped his mama, but I want to see if he's still going to give up that energy here. Let me see now that he's here, is he going to be happy to be here or he going to get back and get back as a soldier. So I, I like the setup here. Cause he's looking at him staring. It's like, hmm. Cause he's floating so well. Even Tony's looking really. at it like,
2: mm. it's, it's brilliant the way he's floating, man. Whether we in Naples or whether we in Jersey, like I'm comfortable.
0: I'm me. I'm Furio. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm comfortable in my skin, nigga. One hundred percent.
2: Yeah, because me, the like the way the, me personally, if I'm in new environments, I'm peeping the scene. I got to mm-hmm. observe. I got to see what's going on. I don't know if I can work a room that soon. Furio mm-hmm. doesn't know anybody but Tony. He ain't even heard to the speak, the he speak the
0: language. He barely speak the language and he working in the room, bro.
2: Exactly. So, yeah. so that just shows everything. And of course, Chris he's the last one talent. here. Yeah, yeah man. Furio was legit,
0: man. Yeah, he was an elite talent, man. Uh,
1: and, you know, Chris, he's like, oh, when'd you get here? Like, so again, like spike spoke earlier it's developing more and more that hey uh okay everybody's just now finding out like you know this is what's going on and you know they're talking about i think it's it, it's chinese you know they they use that word or whatever and it, dude just corrects. she's filipino just like the last episode where it's like niggas like niggers and they was like huh like johnny or whatever his name was so it's a funny thing him correcting the saying she's filipino or whatever. Like, can it, I
2: say one last thing real yeah. quick about this scene? Yeah. Um, I mentioned, man, it's the small stuff that The Sopranos does well. That movie that Furio is referencing, if you look at the poster for it, the movie cover, mm-hmm. there's two mm-hmm. grown women on the cover crying. What's the That's name I of this know. episode? Big Girls Don't this Cry. this episode
0: is Big Girls mm. Don't Cry. That's
2: like, they do small stuff like that. Oh, They're so shit, brilliant.
0: Bro. This is Rich. This why is why he's inspiring. here, folks. Shit rich. This is why he's here, bro. <laughs> Before we get off this scene, what do y'all think about it? <laughs> oh man I got the most Juada Junior Coming Oh yes <laughs> See, Big Bobby Carmelo can give everything. you like, Carmelo can give you The petty Bullshit I like You getting on my Fucking nerves But she also know How to hold it down Like she when she want to down, She can boy. hold it The fuck down Like nobody on, else I give her on. that bro That was like, such a great scene Like <laughs> junior Bro. thought he was slick you know oh I mean? I man my swag nigga. the door slam in the face like, every time i see that scene I, I like i chuckle a little bit if not just laugh out loud but it's really good mm-hmm. man. and my oh, guy, no Big better, bobby's just standing there like proud yeah man no, <laughs> no better symbolism
2: of outside looking in
0: uh-huh i right. hate good point good point oh.
1: that's perfect and then on i mean it ties to what you were saying last week rich i got I, I, time has just moved
0: past uncle junior Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then also the shit no more nigga what you doing here? bro yeah. like yeah you yeah. ain't
1: even like bro and, and Stop the crazy us. part is we talk about people not Tony not giving everybody info Tony is moving so different this is why Melfi's needed too because he needs to be able to spill this out somewhere because he's he, he's telling certain people okay Furio's coming I'm moving Pauly here Chris I right, don't worry about it. I'm gonna have him do this all right, big P stay over here uh, I'm good with Uncle Junior I'm meeting with him but I ain't told Carmella we on the you see what Which I'm saying? So, to the next scene. Which so, goes yeah, to next scene. goes Absolutely. to the next scene. So, uh, we go here and we get
0: most useless nigga in HBO TV history. Oh yes. man, this guy.
1: <laughs> uh, hold on. Nigga. We hold on. Before we get there though, we got a quick scene with Chris and Abe. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they that's read that's the good. script for a second, and I just had one question why, why is Adriana sitting like this? She's sitting like, like a homie, you, like the homies. Like, she got the whole basketball leg spread sitting down. I'm like, why is she sitting like this? I don't know that. that don't always know, that's
0: stood a out to question, me, bro.
2: It's like, she,
0: she, she do got the legs She ain't in girlfriend wild. mode. She definitely She
2: in, I'm mode. trying to help Chris out mode. Yeah, okay, she in grind mode with him. Yeah, okay. it's
0: Like, we, we putting this in, we putting it in work. Okay. But I, that is, I I'm just, saying, <laughs> her legs are cocked like, Why? Bro, like, why? Like, she, just, but I guess that's supposed to, like, the representation of how, like, again, like Rich said, she the homie. Like that—that's one of the best things about Adriana. Like she not only was his girl, like she was for real deal the homie.
1: Oh, I got one more question. Right, um, you said Carmella. Nobody holds it down when it comes to her holding it down for Tony. Who you got hold it down more for their man? Carmella, Adriana. Well, I guess no. it's kind of a given. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no. like, it's kind of a. We given. know how the series it's ends. Yeah, so. yeah, all right. It's kind of a.
3: Uh, <laughs> we know uh, how it
1: ends. I put my foot in my mouth there. I forgot that fast. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he does like a little Joe Joe Pesci impression. You know, I love how they just kind of keep the the world of Sopranos within the real world of like these these actors that have played mobsters and. They're really supposed to be mobsters, but they're acting, you know, it's just all that brilliance wrapped up in it. You know, it's got that built right in it.
2: Uh, Hey, real quick. Yeah. I just want to tie back in. A lot of that stuff happens with Chris's character, and I don't think it's by mistake. I mentioned earlier that duality, just that blurring the lines of these worlds. Mm -hmm, There's a lot of stuff that happens with Chris's specific moments where we see, you know, the Goodfellas references. A lot of them happen in Chris's scenes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Christopher... The crazy thing about Christopher is Christopher seems like a, like a today's mobster. Like you can almost see this guy if that like. Well, he was
0: supposed to be, yeah, the new generation. Like he yeah. was supposed to be the next thing from Tony, but he just was a fucker.
1: Yeah, like the modern day where, like, even if you've seen it today, like this dude's in a mob, but he's posting the money phone or like you know or like you know. I'm just like you, you're not doing he it had right. The
0: world by the balls. Pretty much, he's he just not have doing had it the right. The world by the balls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you know. Um, but yeah, I love. I do. I love this. I love that. Um, you know, Adriana's just she's in super homie mode. I, I love how she just supports him. This is dope to me. Um, he's not a, He's not Chris. that good, but she really supports him.
2: Talk about out kicking your coverage, man.
1: What you talking hey, about? Like her what? being a smoke show?
2: No, no yes, reason. No baby. reason. She not even only that. Just who Chris is. Like she was just super over. She should have never stayed. With Chris's that's, bullshit,
0: like that's was a fucking you
2: know a
1: way out right. again, y'all. This yeah. is this is this is the, this is the thing. There's all, there's been a way out, but people are not taking it. Like it's mm, crazy. Good pool.
0: Good um, pool. Yeah. now we get to what did you call him? Spike Lee, Tony, the and biggest piece of shit in HBO TV series history. Like this nigga is no, literally no contribution. All he does is like just just take fucking. Hesh man, like Hesh ain't shit to me. He one of my least favorite characters. He right there with McNulty and of recent Chivroy, like all the like the 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 Joffrey Baratheon, all the jo- bad.
1: Okay, we're not gonna do Joffrey, because like, you know Joffrey. Come
0: on. Hesh right there with him, bro. Like he ain't really ain't shit, man. man Hesh, Hesh, Hesh is a dirtbag, bro. He dirtbag, but I, he ain't he ain't he ain't, he ain't, ain't Joffrey. Shit. But he ain't Joffrey <laughs> level.
2: Hesh ain't shit and he ain't genuine. No, nah, you don't care, like man. A it was, bag, bro. H- Hesch was born on third base and thought he hit a triple. You know All what right. I mean? <laughs> All he's right. so, one of them type dudes.
1: So, so what y'all Bags. give it to me real quick? Like, what what is your strongest disdain for him? Like, based on where we at in this, this series
0: with him? He's a leech. He's a user. Like, he's not contributing anything. Like, even in this sense of, and we can go into this scene. In this scene. Tony is going to him, you are not necessarily my consigliere, but you're the guy that I look to for fucking advice, bro. Like, like, I'm trying to, like, you've dealt with other people in this situation, I'm trying to figure this shit out, and all you can fucking talk about is what you, like, the shit that's bothering you. Like, Mm -hmm. what's wrong with you and... Of course, I can't get into the rest of it because it'll be a spoiler. But it it never changes from what Hesh's relationship is with Tony throughout the series. Tony thinks that he's an ally. That nigga ain't never gave him any good fucking information. He's just a leech. So that's mm-hmm. why I don't
2: like the, the the best information Hesh has ever gave Tony was about his dad and yep. his dad. Yes, a he had because that was in this,
0: this scene. In yeah, this, that was and we knowledge. got four more years. and this nigga, been a dipshit. Yeah, you're yeah right. he's not.
2: <laughs> you ever had that? Because there's a relationship there, and I, I don't, I don't even want to go to far to, as far to say that Hesh doesn't care per se about Tony because of his relationship with. um with his dad. his dad but you ever had somebody give you a call like you cool with him but you ain't cool and you wonder like why the fuck is this nigga calling you? <laughs> why are you calling
0: me what are we talking that's, about if, yeah. if you've
2: ever been in that situation you've been hesh to that other person that's what yes. hesh is him, like disregarding <laughs> i'm gonna yes. be here for you just because but i don't really want to talk to you like even when he opens the door and you see his girl um you know he's not paying tony no mind he's distracted we yeah. see that in a later scene where he's distracted he like, he don't give a fuck about tony
0: Nah, like unless he
2: unless you. he coming for a paycheck I, I can't wait till we get to um oh. later seasons with the whole loan and everything yeah. like, oh, the loan
0: i cannot wait to hash that out see but. now my perspective oh. yeah i Ooh. remember
1: how i felt the first time watching it and the second time i can't wait till we get there you're right um yes and we, i don't
0: know. like people who i don't like
2: people like Hesh because they play it off like they in the day and it in wasn't the, me
0: it wasn't me. It wasn't I don't me. Know what he's like that. Why are you talking about? Why you saying why are you saying that? Like, bro, I wasn't saying like nigga, shut up, nigga. Well, <laughs> Hesh is one of them niggas, bro. Yeah. You know, Hesh yes, is yes. really just Everyone your yeah yeah your, 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 your oppressive white man in this country. Like that's Hess just I feels like I I'm gonna I it would be even more granular it's, than oppressive white man but i ain't gonna get us canceling it go right into it, but, right, yeah. but he, he's just that type of white like you the worst
1: where it's like i can't stand you black people but i can't help but to sleep with your women and i can't man, help I but to make black money black off women, y'all rights and i can't help to bro like this is hash
2: so he's just the leech. worst
1: he is definitely the worst of of this but uh yeah hash don't He don't care nothing about tony's it's dream
2: the same way Spike <laughs> talks about Elliot's smugness, that's the same way I look at Hesh. That smug. Oh, that time okay. he just got this
1: smug that look face. on his face. Like he mm-hmm. really got the punch. He's the king, punchable oh, face. Like he facts. got the
0: itis. You you talk about Mikey, Mikey Paul with All the black women throughout the the, the the time. That's another one. Like you bro, got
1: you have an issue, brother. He has, He yeah, definitely got him. the Mikey, Mikey Paul Misey, uh, <laughs> You know, face that the itis for real. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So yeah, we get the big reveal there that oh, his dad had it and he he. he his dad had passed out one time, hit his head on a cigarette machine, you know, split it open, which is interesting because Tony will later have a uh, uh, speak to something along those lines and un- unidentified black male, I believe. Um, but that's later down the road. Uh, anything else I get from that, that that transaction other than the reveal that his dad had this issue? No, I think that was the biggest thing. Okay. Biggest that. Uh, y'all probably pull more here than me um Chris just goes to, goes back to the teacher for a second he's trying to basically switch the script that's that's pretty much all I got here I mean that's this could speak to like him always trying to flip the script on everything maybe but uh I didn't get a whole whole lot here other than I, I didn't like that and and I don't want to be the gentleman caller or whatever
2: I think it just goes a lot to show that new mob. As spike mentioned earlier that new guy that's that new generation um stop trying to look for the easy way out all the time
3: mm.
2: like anything worth having is going to be a challenge right like you are always trying to change up you always think this in this world that is um absolute you are always trying to change the narrative to fix <laughs> what's easiest for you and works but what's best for you that's not nice. life mm-hmm. that's not the world that you live in with the mob like, mm-hmm. bruh, grab your nuts, figure this shit out. Man, like, we not, you know, all, you can't always go
0: to the situation and say, out. I don't like this, let me switch it up. Yes, exactly. I, I 100% couldn't agree more, Rich. I think that's what that small scene says. And again, we're talking about how great a job the show does of when you get these little cutscenes like this and it takes so much from it. Like, this is Chris's character. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like this man, let me do something else. No, nigga, that ain't what the fucking assignment is. I don't <laughs> give a fuck if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Figure right. it out, and that's what Tony tried to get for him for six years. Like I ain't putting you in a position to be like, oh well, this is easy and this is a breeze. I'm gonna, like, no nigga, I'm putting you in a position where you got to do a little work. You got to figure it out, and I expect to see results. Mm-hmm. And he just,
2: I think, a, avoid it. I, I, every time I think of the scene, I think of Willie Beeman. <laughs> mm. you know I'm saying, always trying to, always trying to call an audible call because it all fits with your style and what them. you do. But at the end of the day what's
0: best for you the team you gotta do nigga.
2: shit a certain way if you want to accomplish things like this is only gonna work for so long like mm-hmm. yeah i can switch it once he switched it once he tried to do it again like nah nigga like i shouldn't have switched it the first time
3: mm-hmm.
2: like That's chris right. man you got to play the game man you got to actually yes. see what your potential is waste yes. of talent man waste of
1: talent. team what team um <laughs> coach Car- i mean coach carter uh remember the titans reference um so we we we, we get a, a cut, and we see ducks in the water. We ain't seen the ducks in the grip. I think dang near since college. Um, Then we pan up, and we see it's Irina. Tony's Gumar and him. They're on a the boat, you know, chilling out. <laughs> I, I think it's called Egg Harbor. That's what it says on the side of the boat. And another egg reference yeah. here. Um, she, He's getting mad, and he's really taking it personal about her throwing Cheetos, <laughs> some you knockoff Cheetos for the bird. Off, they it, might choke. Yeah, he ain't feeling True that man. at all. He, he gets on her top, like and then
0: truth, man.
1: he has an interaction with this guy, and they had to get up out of there. What y'all? What y'all take from, from this? This interaction? Cause this I got some good, questions.
0: Here. I like these scenes, man. I like these are the scenes that make Tony Soprano, Tony fucking Soprano, don't play mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Like what? Even you in another language reaching out to the chick that's on the boat with me and whatever the fuck you say i ain't gotta understand it but don't disrespect me nigga i am tony soprano <laughs> like i'm gonna i'm gonna make you pay for this shit i love that scene even from the sense of when well, she oh you think you know everything well bitch i know this i know you ain't supposed to be feeding these ducks this goddamn food like all it is about that scene was why i love tony soprano though it wasn't great it wasn't a great reflection of his character or whatnot you're supposed to be better than that. You're in a better position than that, being the mob boss. However, those sometimes are the things like when people are in powerful positions, like, no, nigga, I'm gonna let you know how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I love this thing.
2: Hmm. I agree with everything Spike said. Um, those are the moments that ton- that made Tony. Tony and obviously goes to show to his anger. Um, yeah, putting true. it with the phone saying, man. Like Tony's got Dr. some Nelson. shit because <laughs> that's been that was a theme too. Like you, you just mentioned Spike. You above this. You know, but at the same time, don't that play with anger him. is still coming out. Everything is good in your life, but you still find these little issues to go to. Um, this this scene had the funniest line of the episode to me. I don't know if it's the way James Gandolfini delivered it. Uh, you got a problem besides those fucking pants? Um, <laughs> that shit was hilarious to me because he meant that. Like you saw full <laughs> flesh. Like Tony was not playing with this.
0: Like they led into that from the time that you seen him talking. Like, you look over him, and as a viewer, you be like, what the fuck do he got on? And for him yeah, to address bro. it, for him to address it when he went over there, oh, man, chef's kiss, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Great point, <laughs> Rich. Chef's kiss, man. Like, chef's fucking fuck kiss, bro. Who the
2: fuck <laughs>
0: are you talking to with your
2: dumb-ass outfit like, and your the, captain's hat on? The man, audacity the shit out of you
0: to talk to me with you. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, dude, I'm telling you talking some that on, Bro, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's like, what are you, a family
1: counselor? You want to get involved with people's problems? Like, bro, because he hopped, and James Gandolfini, he hopped on the boat and everything. Because, dude, like, what are you doing leaning over talking? You got a whole piece right here. Bro, what are you doing talking over here to what I got going on? Bro.
0: And two. I like the fact that it wasn't overly masculine how we assaulted him. Like, he didn't hit him in his eye. He didn't choke him. Like, I grabbed him by, like, I'm fighting dirty. Like, it ain't even, I know mm-hmm. I can kick his ass because Tony probably could have kicked his ass. Mm-hmm. But I ain't even going to do that. I'm just going to be a dirty motherfucker because mm-hmm. you are a dirty motherfucker. Like, what you said, Mo. like, what are you even doing in my business, nigga? Right. You leading, like, you should have had romantic, nothing to like- do with this. Now I'm going to show you for real for playing.
1: Well, then you gotta also think too. While he's playing dirty, I got. I'm still. I'm still freshly boss. I'm not getting literally not getting my hands dirty. So I can't take the chance on this guy pressing charges on me. Because remember, he made didn't he make a reference says, man? They'll try to get me on some jaywalking or yeah, something mm-hmm. small, like you know how
0: they done he said some, that when he was talking to Paula.
1: Yeah, so it's like, I, if I steal on this dude for real, like. You feel me? Like he might get me locked up on some stupid. And they waiting, they've been waiting to get me. I'm you know, I'm the boss now, so it's kind of like a slick. Ain't no bruises, ain't no bruises. Just grab this like, yeah. yeah, man, just his man balls, Paul. Right. And you, so, you that's Tony, almost Tony to let him... I was just gonna say that's that's almost ultra masculine, almost
2: in a way. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, bro,
1: you you're so comfortable in your yours. <laughs> I'm gonna bro,
2: break what's you up?
0: down this way.
2: Crazy. Yeah, you thought this was you thought it was gonna be one way, but it's the other. Like he stood up to him. Even until even when Tony hopped on the boat, he was still kind of talking to shit. That was kind of mm-hmm. that was my equivalent of Tony's. Uh, Now you can't leave. Yeah. Like, man, oh, you, yeah, in, my, you in my
0: business. Man, just can't leave.
2: Yeah. You <laughs> in my business. Now I come to you face to face and you still doubling down talking <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> Let me show you what time it is. Ruth, I can really you flip you over life this boat. About, right. <laughs> yeah. I can flip you over this boat if I wanted to. But this is just for me telling you what I'm dominating my manhood and my, uh, or exhorting my manhood and my, my dominance. That was yeah. a great fucking scene. And it man, was. I
1: and, I th- it. and I thought it was funny, too. When he got out of there, I immediately thought about uh, Big Worm. When he got out of there on an on uh, ice cream truck, he's like, man, I'm call- I'm telling my mama, like, when well, he stole the, mo- the kids' money for the ice cream on Friday, and I mm-hmm. mean, he started fixing himself up and got out of there. That's what, <laughs> that's what I thought about with Tony. He's like, yeah, we got to get out of here. So I, I just yeah, thought it was-, really? it was just, you know, they're good with the comedic. That's get- a dumbass reason to go down to you, Tony. Mm-hmm.
0: Is it a is dumbass bro. reason. Yeah. I don't no need to about. be stupid. I, let me go and get up out of here. Let's go and get our shit. Let's go.
1: Yeah, we're gonna leave yeah. the boat park. we just gonna go ahead and ride
0: thanks. out. I'm telling yeah. I can let you. Yeah. thanks.
1: Um we uh we pan over to Chris and Adriana uh working on the lines and she she's trying not to laugh, but she's laughing because he's saying daddy. <laughs> <Which> is, <laughs> it's hilarious like because you don't really see nobody saying daddy i'll say <laughs> my father a father you know but you don't really see daddy so it's, it's kind of a funny thing but he's trying to work on you like see this is why i don't want to want to do this and you know uh that's a working. real
0: moment right there though as it men I, i'm sure we all can say that like especially with women that you trust in you going over shit when they are like lab when you really trying like, <laughs> you know, like, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, like you, you feel that, like yeah. you've been in that position that Chris Zing. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to be vulnerable here, and like, yeah. you making me not want to ever do this again. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I respect it. I liked it. This scene, yeah.
1: You know, we see him. St- they just keep continuing. He snorted a line of coke. Just threw in a tie <laughs> immediately. He just, he just ain't got thick skin yet, like at all. I, he don't actually. He never gains thick skin. I mean, that's throughout the series. We'll see. All he's all he's very sensitive. The sensitive gangster, you know, not the strong solid oh, yeah. type.
2: Um, Jefferson's theme music too. Yeah. Moving on up. <laughs>
1: Moving on right. up.
2: Right. That wasn't by accident. <laughs>
1: exactly. It was not. It's a good one. Um he tries to call and, you know, change things out, not happening. <laughs> again, we talk about trying to flip the script again. Um then we just get this quick moment where Tony's talking to Hesh and Tony pretty much forces Hash into the therapy role, kind of. Uh, but Hash don't really care. He's talking about some fight that he was getting. He got into this one time because Hash ain't really about it at all. And you know, Tony's just going in about all his things. You know, as boss and nobody's listening to nobody here. Um,
0: what did y'all gather from this scene? I mean, if I'm if I'm Tony, I don't have to listen to Hash though. Bro, like, the reason that you're around is for me to bounce ideas off of you. The reason that you exist in this thing of ours is for you to be able to at least fucking act like you interested, my nigga. I don't give a fuck about nothing that's going on in your life right now, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. I'm the boss of the family. Like, why are you telling me about all of this random bullshit that's happening to you? And I think, again, that goes to my disdain for the ha- the character of Hesh. Like, he just don't show Tony enough respect, bro. Mm-hmm. And Tony was too like this is my pop's man. So I'm you know, I'm gonna bring him in, but it's just disrespectful. I think this was a disrespectful scene by Hesh.
2: Mm. Yeah, man. Hesh H- H- might as well have been snoring. Man, you know bro, we'll walked off. Him no yeah, he went pan on mine. mind. And it also it shows the importance of Tony needing to let that out. Like he needs he needs to get back in the therapist chair. Like he mm-hmm. that I mean, the way it's set up is kind of similar, other than being across from one another. It was it's like a therapy room.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah. He, he needs to get back in. He needs to get back in and talk to
0: him. He needs he. that Dr. Melfi. That that is a good thing from the scene too, as well, showing that he needed to be in that therapy room with her.
1: Yeah, that's true. um We get another scene with Christopher acting, and this is where we get that famous scene. We've seen this clip chopped up so many times, but you know, we get the scene of Christopher. You know. You know, hugging on the guy, and you know, saying the daddy line again, but he's like body and is acting, and you know, the whole scene, and people are into it, and he gets up, and he's in this and then somebody say, hey, you know, how how did you get, how did you get those, how did you get to, how you make yourself cry, and then he immediately walks out with that famous Christopher walk. Uh, what did y'all gather from this scene? Yeah, man, Chris was Go ahead. Go ahead. I was
2: gonna say Chris is pulling the ending of it. How did you? Make yourself cry. He's pulling from a real place. Mm -hmm. Um, We know the Dickie Moltisanti, even though even in season two is not necessarily that prevalent. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a big thing for Chris, man. Him not knowing his dad growing up, him growing up without him. Him kind of we think we look at Chris in his acting class and we talked earlier. What is he trying to do? He's trying to escape, see what he's really good at. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of that came in when he was drawn for that inspiration. Like, damn, what would my life be like? if my pops was here and I could have some moments where I can be vulnerable, you know, I tried to cry in front of Adriana. She laughing at me. Like mm. maybe if I had my old man around, mm. you know, I can, I can tap into that a little bit more. And uh, he was kind of lost in the moment because mm. I really think he wanted to, he would love to feel what that was like.
0: Yeah. Right. To be able to double down into that, like this mm-hmm. right here, being able to tap into that space, making people buy into me as an actor of 100%, I think, you're right rich he would love to like be in that space in that field but he knew running out of there like this ain't even possible because when people start asking where you get this from <laughs> i gotta start <laughs> yeah. referencing that real <laughs> shit yeah. yeah and 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 it's and it shows
1: too that like chris can't go here like this is not you can't go here we we've we all looked at actor interviews and You can't, this is not a place that you like. It's ain't cut, let's shoot it again. Like, Chris would have never been built to do this again because that, like you said, it was a real place he was coming from. So, he would have never been able to do this again and do it again. Nah, it ain't never going to happen. Like, that that was a release that he needed, uh, that he didn't probably didn't know he needed. And it was very hard to deal with. And so, that was one side of his issue. We'll later in the other scene, we'll see the other side of the issue. Uh, So, but uh great scene nonetheless. Um, Chris does his thing and shouts out to Michael Imperioli for acting inside of acting. You know, mm-hmm. it's always the dopest when people gotta act inside of acting. Mm-hmm. Um so sh- shouts out to uh Bear did a really good
2: job of that on HBO too. Y'all watched. That. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, A lot man, of similar. There's a lot of parallels between this episode and Barry. Uh-huh. The and Barry,
0: itself. bro, this made me just thinking that bro, you it, when Chris see that? was storming off, there was a scene like that exactly in Barry. I'm wondering if they stole it from the Sopranos.
1: Bro, I just made a clip. You you probably seen it online, Show. I just made a clip. I chopped it up in the form of Barry and called it Chrissy. I said, "This is like the origin of Barry." You know, just mm-hmm. being funny or whatever. But I do think nah, that there's a, yeah, part there's a lot of, of similarities to Yeah. Um. Thanks. So yeah. Big P, uh oh well. First, uh Furio's new job. Furio's in the back of uh Vesuvio's. He got the cigarette. The ash is this close to falling in the moutardeau, and you know he's getting it popping. And then he eventually he goes and sits down. Uh, and then smoking cigarettes in the quick kitchen. It's was crazy. crazy. I bet that cheese fire. You know how it is when it's like the when it's bad stuff around. That's when the food be the best, right? Like, you know how it, you know. Uh, well, yeah, he, he's doing that and making a making moose at L. And then he goes and sit down for the meeting with the meeting of the minds and asks Big P to leave. And Big P looks around, he try to play it off like I'm eating. But they're like, nah, you got to go, bro. And I imagine Big P mad triggered. Big why was he big. even at the meeting? I wonder
0: if he well, had to leave when Johnny got there. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think it was just kind of subtle, like we're eating, but Paulie hadn't revealed that there's a meeting that's about to
0: happen. But what I'm saying is, why would they even invite Big Pussy? They knew okay. Johnny was coming. They knew it was a dinner that they were having so they could have this meeting. So why would pussy even be there? He wasn't privileged to the information that they were about to speak to. I think this like, is I just feel p- pussy being a, a certain th- like y'all brought me over here. We having lunch like y'all asked me to get up and leave like what?
1: Well, I, yeah, because I don't think Pauly revealed that this was going to be a meeting. He knows it. I don't think so, the meeting.
0: No, I what get what you're saying. You're right in that sense. But yeah. again, if I'm pussy, mm-hmm. why am I even here? I don't want to hang out with you niggas and have lunch. Like, what the fuck y'all have me here for if I got to leave when the business is being discussed? Which is even more of a slap to the face.
1: It is a slap to the face, but it's like almost more so like, whoa, I, I thought we were just coming here to eat. Y'all having a meeting? Like, I think it's more of and he's like, oh, now I got to go now? So I'm not I'm not a part of this thing? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sorry, but I not
0: coming to eat with y'all niggas.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So you were good with me up until this point and then you bring in Furio Fudio, who needs a nickname badly, <laughs> according to Big P, and Paulie tells, her, "Hey, keep this warm for him, will you?" And uh, you know, and then they begin to discuss the meeting. So, uh, Rich, what what are some things that you gathered from you know Big P and even the interaction between Big P and Johnny Sack? Really interesting interaction.
2: The more I look at this episode and think about it. I think P didn't want to get up because he knew he had a he had a wire on. I think yeah, P yeah, might had a wire on in the scene.
0: Yeah, he would definitely try to snitch. Yeah, he didn't mm-hmm. want to get
2: hugged and patted down and the potential of that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah,
0: it was definitely forgot to
1: about switch. that. Good but good, good
2: pick. It was um break card. Right? I've I've always been like I've always been like spiking this. If you know you're handling business, why is P with you? Mm-hmm. I get the aspect of hey, take this ride with me, whatever. Cause they are eating dinners, just them two. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny comes up and he kind of gives them the dismissive. Because if I'm Paulie. I know how P's going to take that.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's either it's either deliberate.
2: Yeah. Either Tony told me to set it like this or I'm just completely unaware. But, you know, like if I've been on the outside or I've been on the inside and there's nothing worse than being equals. And then one person kind of gets that promotion. Mm-hmm. And now he's looking at you a little bit different. Yeah, different. A
0: little you know, pull over you. Di- yeah, oh. hey, bro, go, go do this for me.
2: Like, no. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like God, five <laughs> minutes. Like, just go ahead. And you what you going to say? No. <laughs> you
0: gotta leave dog Dog. not only is it your man's y'all came up together but now he got a little bit more rank over you so you can't even really just like be like what nigga like who you talking Mm -hmm. to that was a wild scene right there and
1: so y'all just brought new buddy over
0: and now and and it's a nigga that ain't gotta leave it's a nigga that's sitting right here who got less rank than me and and this dude over here cooking cheese
1: bro
3: like
0: (laughs) yeah so yeah like that 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 speaks a lot to where they held pussy at mm-hmm. after the, and, and rightfully so though. After I was just the, about like, to when say you, when, you, when, when a motherfucker like you think a motherfucker going to the feds on you. This is rightfully like these are proper precautions that are being made. I just wonder had they been like I, I, I think I would have just boxed pussy all the way out, like bro, like what, I ain't even come to pick you up. <laughs> like,
2: what you got to figure out, was- we had
0: Silvios. <laughs>
2: Whether he was snitching or not, he he has to understand he's put himself in that situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you went missing
0: for yeah a long time and nobody heard from you. You can't do this in what we do.
2: Like You lucky you still even being invited to being invited to dinner.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks.
2: Like, so you thanks. have no say. We can say whatever to you. Like, you can. we going to hold on to this for a long time. Like, bro, you went missing a couple times. You've been acting funny. That's
0: what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, he kind of tried to charm his way back, and it worked to get back in, but it ain't work enough to think that you was fully. It in the work because you are homie, but it don't yeah. work on a business sense. But I think that it's funny. Big P try to kind of little bro Furio try to have him like you know pour his wine, try to kind of get it off, get that last little bit. Of like yo, I'm over you, but you really not, you know. Um, and it's just an interesting look how they all look at looking at him. He he just like all right, man. So I didn't realize you watched out
0: here in the East. Bro, States, you right? out like,
1: yeah, bro. Like you, you're <laughs> mm-hmm. not, you, you realize you're not the like number one no more. You, you're in a role mm-hmm. player. You you're dang near b- coming, coming off the bench. You really coming off the bench. bench really. You know, you yeah, Jason we'll Terry, you when bro. We need you. We'll call you when we need you. Yeah.
2: Remember when, remember when Carmelo went to OKC and I asked him that famous question, like, you going to come I, off, the off the bench with me? That's the same way P was <laughs> yeah, yeah, looking that's like, That's right
0: now. Me, Yes, exactly. you you, nigga. You're coming off the
1: bench. Absolutely. This guy, two thumbs, and this guy. Uh so but yeah, that, that's uh I think that's all, but I do like how Paulie was conducting himself. And I did like how Johnny Sack embraced Furio. That was like kind of like, whoa. Oh, you from you, how you, you wanna doing? Doin'? You He was like, Oh yeah, you y'all come from the you know what I mean, y'all come from that deck, you know what I mean? I wish you had I wish I had
0: you up on my side. Boy.
1: He said if if I wasn't with New York, you know what I mean? Because I got the squad, so we good. But Dog, if I, I could, I'd definitely. You. Yeah, man. and then it's like, I man, I got even more respect for Tony. He pulled this big play off. He got a friend of ours from over there. What kind of transaction did Tony put together?
2: Come on, mm-hmm. I just thought of one more thing too. With P, not only is P blocked out from mob activity, he blocked out from the feds too. Because now you don't even have access to these meetings to give them information. Even,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. ain't nothing that you can learn here. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, what do we need you for? Like you just in this no man's land.
1: Facts. Um, we get Big P talks to the Skip FBI officer, and they're having a conversation, and they're both kind of having their complaint party like most of us do at the workplace. Uh And to me, it kind of shows that similarity that I talked about Melphy earlier, where it's like we're not that much different. You
0: know what I'm this saying? This reminded like, me of Hish and Tony. Oh, like,
1: you know, oh, like not Hish really.
0: Yeah, I need neither one of them listening to each other. Yeah, yeah. Each other. yeah complaining I guess, about their fucking jobs, like nigga. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, I feel like there was a little more like a little more care here, you know, but they definitely it's similar. It's like nobody really cares. But yeah, uh, what but what, what did you get from this scene? Because there's this moment. Where he says, that Silvio I get but Pauly come on because really big P if he wasn't a snake that was that was his job. Like let's be clear like big P was he was that dude. But I mean, obviously Tony is picking up on things and that's why he didn't get the promotion. Uh, Rich, what you what you take from the scene?
2: There's nothing really worse than being replaced by somebody that you feel you better than. Mm, boy, um, even though P didn't put in no work, he put in works previously and recently he had been erratic. But he looks at Pauly as a lot of the same way a lot of the audience does. Like damn, like Pauly number two. Like yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> um, this nigga. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that just that drives P's. Disdain for what's going on. He's starting to see like the end of things. Like, all right, man, there's really no room for me in this thing of ours anymore. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Skip just being Skip. That's what the Feds do. They manipulate you. Like, of course, Mm -hmm. he gonna feed him anything. He sees. All right, now we getting closer and closer to this breaking point. Let's get the full flip on him. Yeah, Um,
0: let me go and turn him on against all of them. -hmm.
2: Yeah, P is. uh, Yeah, man, it's bad for him. It is. Yeah, bad
1: for him. He's lost his value on both sides. And that's, that's what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, we get Melfi and her therapist, Elliot, again. And she says, I'm thinking about taking my patient back. Um, I think, I don't know if it was this scene or the one before, but she had talked about she kind of been drinking a little bit more. She put on a little weight. Uh, and he's really, he's like, are you serious? Like, I, I don't think that's a good idea. And she's like, I feel like I abandoned him, which is a very interesting twist on how you seem to remember things. You know what I mean? Because he let her go for her safety. And she said, I feel like I abandoned him. Even And it's coming from he tried to come back and you said, nah. You know what I mean? So now you feel you abandoned him. Um, he asked her, though. I, I want to see. He, he asked, do you have sexual feelings for him? And she mm-hmm. says, no, personal feelings. He's like a, a little boy sometimes. What is this? Like,
0: what is her thing I- for him? I don't think it's a thing for him. I think it was early. Like we said, like she want to be the fucking best. Just like Tony want to be one of the top mobsters. Like, this is what I do. Like, I should be able to do this. I shouldn't. Like Tony had a very interesting question that he asked to Hess. He was like, I'm trying to figure out how to direct my anger at the people who deserve it. Mm -hmm. Not a phone on a wall. Just like with Melfi. I'm trying to figure out how to assert my skill to a person who deserves it versus all these random motherfuckers that are in my office every week. Like somebody that I can really see the changes and effects of my work. She's just like Tony in that sense of, I want to be an optimal top of the uh, top of the batch performer. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason that she's seeking this out so much. And this dude being a smug, I'm just gonna be high. Like, he don't get that, he don't understand that because he's used to I'm like, I'm gonna take the easy way out every time, bro. Like, I've gotten this accomplished lifestyle from that. Like, I ain't never gonna dig down into the trenches and try to deal with someone like Tony Soprano because it could fuck all my shit up. But Dr. Melfi don't look at it like that. She's looking at it like, where is the challenge? This is the challenge. Why would I run away from it? Tony look at the shit the same way.
2: Mm. So you rich? said perfectly said that's the mm-hmm. whole abandonment you were just talking about. You know, we Tony put her in harm's way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's looking at it. She abandoned him because she really cares about the end result. I think if Tony never expressed that he had a panic attack while driving, mm-hmm. I don't even yep. think she'd take this um, the stop process. But she knows
0: there's a real he, I'm the
2: only person that can help this guy out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And me wanting to be great at my expertise and me wanting to put in like, like I said, like Spike said, it's it's about her. More mm-hmm. than Tony, yeah, definitely. No, this is what I do. This is the thing that everybody tells me is impossible that I can't do. All right, bet, my like, I bet you we can change that. Thanks.
1: Yeah, and I, but I do think, she, he, he, as much as she thinks highly of her skill, her ability, and what she wants to get accomplished, I do think she has something with him. I do. I do. I. I don't think it's sexually, but I think he brought something to her life—a thrill, excitement—to her mundane life. So it's, it's weird, but Christopher is never satisfied with, and their life is pretty exciting when it comes to like being in a mob and doing all these crazy things. He's never satisfied versus her living a, the the regularness of life. But when Tony comes around, it has kind of brought an excitement and a spruce in it because he says your life was in danger. Not anymore. She's She just glossed over that like it ain't nothing. Now, of course, she, like you said, she is a high performer, but I also think he brought a certain level of excitement that it was him and her personal thing. So it's this weird thing that I like that you're giving me, but it's not a sexual or relational thing. It's just something that you offer to me. Like you talked about Spike season one, the charm. You know, everybody likes to just be around Tony. It's this charm that he has about him without actually being all the way involved in his his daily affairs. So I think it is that, but I also think there's an excitement that Tony brought to her life even though it it was dangerous she's missing that
2: Ab- abandonment he's such a little boy mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the good things about sopranos that whole relationship is never clearly answered like mm-hmm. i said as many that's... times as i've watched sopranos all for the life of me even the people i've gotten hit to sopranos when they get to season two like what why do you think Melfi went back and told why me, is she
0: doing it yeah like, mm-hmm.
2: it just never it's never been answered and each time i watch it i can come up with a new answer as to why
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, even yeah, with the kind of last, even with the last session that they have later on in the seasons, you still don't get a clear answer from. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, damn, what was that? You know, so. Yeah, um,
1: we go over to Furio, and we Beansy talks about I'll step up, but Furio oh. right here literally is stepping up. He goes to the brothel and he's straight grand this theft auto. God. He doing his goddamn job, Tommy Versetti.
0: Job. Nigga, this is what I brought
1: you over here. Six for. stars. He's going man, crazy. Man. Like he goes just, in and he's busy, man. Getting busy. pump faking punches. <laughs> he's going crazy. Tony's smoking a cigar. Uh, he gets the phone call from Melfi yeah. saying, Hey, I'm I'm willing to take you back. I got an appointment at this time. Like, yeah, all right, we'll see. Um uh just a little side note. Um, the actor that plays Furio, he did this in one, they did this all in one take.
2: That's incredible.
1: They did. And that's they did this in one take, like, I guess one camera. So they caught it all in like in a motion. He did this in one take. This is like his first day on the job. And they actually shot this episode before Commendatory. So Commendatory is actually the second one they shot with him. This was actually shot first. So uh, just a very interesting every time I watch this thing, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Um, Which yeah, I, I gather. from Which this, uh, I gather from this scene. What you get from this, Rich?
2: Just the difference, obviously, the, the, the who Furio is compared to who everybody else is, and Tony's crew. <laughs> like we see Chris do the exact same thing in the opening of his episode. I love how the camera angle show us the different, you know, looks. We see Chris come in kind of casual, wandering his way to the back. He sees the full house, yet he's still accepting the money. Like the the insult of him had when when they handed Chris an envelope and there was barely a few bills in it. Like they were just playing Chris. Free will come right with the shits, man. Man. Like no questions asked (laughs) about why I'm here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm hitting dude, like what man, woman, child, black, brown, white. It doesn't matter. I'm here to do one job, and I'm about to make sure I don't leave without doing it. You know, ain't ain't gonna be no question about sending an invoice. Like nah, we
0: stop playing with us. Like y'all got us fucked up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you thought this shit was sweet. Like you were gonna know. Like sometimes, um, you know, to quote Matt Barnes, man, violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is. <laughs> and that's exactly what needed to be done. Like right. he, he said, I had to come here and make sure shit uh shit goes down. Um I forget there's a quote, man. Crimes, sins, sins punished by blood. I can't remember the exact quote, but either way, mm-hmm. that's the only way they was gonna learn. They, they oh, yeah. had it on easy street with Chris. Oh, Chris, oh, doing the want to drop
1: today? Yeah, she was talking crazy
2: to him. Yeah, man, Chris yeah. doing the job. Now she know. Now they know. Like
0: this dude coming to do it. We gotta in, we got to make our money tight. He ain't even tapped in, right? We don't even care. Mm-hmm. We, we, we want more protection. Like they, they got demands for Chris. Like when Freer walk in there, bitch, I ain't even no time for talking. No. Where is my money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got blood man, on his face. Like,
2: period like, ain't slapped slap her he punched her close nah, he fist. Stole. he's like hey hey, hey, hey cow! Right. like
1: just like in naples like we ain't no different yeah, like yeah. he slapped
2: old girl punched
1: dude shot her in the, shot him in the knee beat him down with, the, with the bar. He was on a with a bar it's now she's speaking a different uh tune because in the first she was like we're not paid no money we don't have the money she's telling him we'll pay the money he's like oh okay okay cow cow like and then he pumped faker twice on the like bro
0: like nah we ain't i we ain't, like this though this show, too, like, this is what Tony was missing to get to the next level. Like, I got Chris's. I got Paulie's. I got Seals. I got all of these people in my crew. But it ain't really a person who's going to be like, like, I ain't with no bullshit. This is the last time we having this conversation because I got shit to do as a boss of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I ain't here to, like, placate you. I ain't here to negotiate. None of that shit. You need to understand the fucking... Um, the parameters of this
3: relationship
0: mm-hmm. and Silvio did a great job.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, Shouts out to Furio, man. Um,
0: Furio. Like, excuse me. That, like, like,
1: like you said, we, and then we get the phone call from Elfie. Her hour's open back up. She's still kind of on tilt a little bit with the wine. So we get from toodaloo all the way on. She's been getting slapped on the wine. You know what I mean? So this is a part of what her and Ellie that I already spoke about. Um, we go over to the Chris acting scene. They're doing this whole concept of saying A and B, being able to carry dialogue with just A and B. Um, the minute the guy comes down and he says, A, hey, uh, Christopher immediately hauls on him. He He's going crazy. But here's the craziest thing, right? <laughs> this is the other side of his grief or his anger for the lack of a father, but it also speaks mm-hmm. to you're willing to get violent in an acting class. But you're not willing to get violent in the actual place of being violent, hmm. Christopher. Crazy, like wh- what Furio just did is where you're supposed to actually apply your your yeah. violence where some yeah. sometimes it is necessary. But instead, you're applying it right here in the acting class. Christopher is so messed up, man.
0: Uh, I think but- that speaks to that's a good point because I hadn't thought about it until you said that. It speaks to Chris's like he don't really have a full grasp of what he's doing mm-hmm. in each situation. Mm-hmm. Like because we we know that he's willing to get violent because you're one a donut shop. Yeah. Right. He locked the doors like, bro, like you got me fucked up.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Even here, he's willing to get violent because his sense of the perception that I had of what he was saying to me, mm-hmm. it don't even register to him. He had to ask Tony at the party, oh well, what you want me to do? It doesn't even register to him. Like when you go in here and this nigga ain't got all of your money. You're supposed to do the same thing that you did in the donut shop and in the acting class. It never even like crosses his mind. Mm-hmm. And that's the disconnect that Rich spoke about in the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wasn't wasting time. That's mm-hmm. why he was wasting time. Excuse me. Mm-hmm.
2: Same. Um, and obviously that guy, when he looked up because of that scene prior to the head. And he was using him as that muse for his father and tapping into that. Mm-hmm. As soon as he looked up and they said "cut," that he saw his dad <laughs> in a sense. Um, he saw all the things that he missed out, and just anger just un- got unleashed. Um, nice. That I mean, Chris, man, like I said, he's a lost soul, man. He's just trying to figure out his place in the world, man. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find his arc. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. he beat his ass too. It was just one Boy, Yeah,
1: hurt Oh, he went
2: everything. OD on dude. He went yeah. OD on dude
1: yeah he lost it um
0: and and
1: i I think a part of it too is christopher's high all the time so you didn't have time to really figure out what's going on even if he tried because you're high all the time so Mm -hmm. that's a part of it as well um we get a quick little scene between um him and adriana she you know just talking to him and he's just like i'm I'm done i don't feel like i ain't feeling it and she was like you know she's behind him with his wax script like she's been behind him on this whole journey and everything but she even rubbing his feet and everything. Like, shouts out to A, come on. Like, come on. How many women going to rub him? Hey, trying to down, bitch, man. And she, she, yeah, she there. She, she one of them. Spark. She is one another, of them.
2: Uh, that's another one of those references. I said, they, you know, the, David Chase used Chris a lot for the teetering both worlds, what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the whole foot. Goodfellas, I think is broken. Chris <laughs> I, I, Christopher Moltisanti played Spider in Goodfellas, yeah, yeah. where he's limping mm-hmm. around, walking around with a limp mm-hmm. with the foot. Yeah, like, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's real good.
1: Uh, anything else y'all get from this scene between him and Abe?
2: Just that he didn't deserve Abe, man. Like every time I see shit like this, man. Like Abe was so like. Sleep, like yeah. We won't speak much about you know the future of everything, but yeah, way man. out of his sleep
1: I know y'all appreciate us not spoiling like that. I'll I tell you, some people Way are like, out of his league, man. Yeah, way, way, way out of his league. Um, but it speaks to that new generation thing you talk about. Like, while Chris is the new generation, like, I'm a mob guy, but I want everybody to know it. I want to be seen. Look at me. Look at me. She's like kind of that new age in this world, too, where it's like, you know, I, I'm dating the new mob guy. He's fly. He's got he got potential. He's got this. Yeah, she Sometime, wanted
0: more from him. She yeah, wanted more than he, he might put hard. his hands
1: on me a little bit, yeah. but, you know, he got a great head of hair and he, you know... Yeah, you know, just getting caught up in the superficial a little bit, but trying to pull more out of it. But yeah, what was you gonna say, Spike?
0: Mm-mm, I just uh, no. okay. um, justifying having a great head of hair for beating up is crazy though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't think that's a good trade off? though? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all, wow. <laughs> I should be able to put my hands on you because my, my hair is great.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> might put my hands on it, but he got to get greater.
1: <laughs> you know how they try to weigh out things; that doesn't really actually be. You know, it's not a Ooh, a real equivalent, boy, but they good. try to weigh it out with these stupid reasons. Oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> in this that, world, that was yeah. That's good. <laughs> um finally we are back i feel like we need like the jordan music uh bam 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 bam. (laughs) tony i think they might make a clip this week uh tony is back in therapy he's waiting what a surprise man i i kind of couldn't remember if he came back here or didn't come back here like from the last time i watched so i was glad to see tony there and he comes into the office and you know kind of starts off just like the pilot like kind of just Long pauses looking around. Melfi Kane, I don't think this is intentional, but boy does it feel like it. She got her good clothes on. Like let's just say that. You got your good you got your good blue on.
3: Kinda got a nice
1: little slide and a nice little tuck going on. You know what I'm saying? So it just seemed like she was she was very happy about this. I don't think she was intentionally trying to look attractive. I mean, I think that's just the natural character, but it kinda felt that way a little bit. But uh there's a lot of things here in this session. Um what are some things that stood out to you uh Spike in this this session?
0: I think how um Tony was trying to play it as oh I don't really want to be here. I don't need this. You call me even though we as the viewers seen him going through the shit trying to have fucking counselor sessions through hash ripping the phone off the wall just not knowing how to deal with with his current day to day and acting still like, Oh, I don't need it. It's more so you than me. It speaks to part of the reason why Tony was in therapy in the first place. Like Mm -hmm. Dr. Melfi is the best. You talked about the Jordan scene and playing that music. These are the best scenes for us as viewers, because we really get an insight as to, okay, this Tony Soprano, this is what he's thinking about these situations. Not only is he acting through the situations, like we get to see him out in the field with the different fields with the different stuff but how he thinks about it this is the only place that we get to see him think about the stuff that he actually does so it's exciting to see him back in her presence i love it mm-hmm.
2: very well said man um exciting i every time i watch this i forget how I mean, we almost halfway through the season mm-hmm. without yeah. any the third session, so it's Facts. it's almost it's a it's a reminder each time. Like, damn, I, they did go a nice little ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great a couple of things. Point. Yeah, a couple of things. I think the scene once again solidifies that how much it meant to Melfi. Mo, you just talked about the good clothes, um, mm-hmm. even in the scene when she called him. Mm-hmm. And which had the wine on the phone. It was almost like <laughs> asking somebody to the school dance.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
2: that anxiousness, that like awkwardness mm-hmm. of it meant so much to her that he responded in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of had that childlike uh, yep. naivete or sensitivity to it. Mm-hmm. And one interesting thing is when somebody quits therapy, it's rare that you run into your therapist and have a couple different interactions with them. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see them reestablish their positions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because the last few times, you know, to the a you know, yeah. Tony's able to see her in a different light yeah. now. So it, it, you know, if I'm looking at her as this as this chick that I run into in the restaurant, um, or an old Gumar, is what the fellas think, <laughs> maybe it might maybe it might deter my overall doctor patient, you know, thoughts. And she did a really good job of establishing that again. Mm-hmm. Um, asking him a question. I forget what it was exactly about taking the at- beating or getting the beating. Yeah. Oh, something of that nature. Yeah, boy. Uh, That's only something that Melfi could ask him without him flipping out. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. You know? yep. So that's that reestablishment of that relationship, I think was really, really good and, and kind of puts things in a perspective. light. We know this yeah. isn't a one-off. We, we about to be in this Facts. chair again. As
0: viewers, it gave us the confirmation that yes, we finally get to see like, we've been like, you brought up a great point, Rich throughout the season. This is what 6 episodes in we haven't seen this as viewers, at least for me as a fan, you've missed the side of Tony. So now that we're settling back into this space, her asking him questions that no one else would ask him at the end of an episode I could imagine watching this in real time like, yes, I can't wait till next week because mm-hmm. now we get in the other aspect that we've been missing of Tony Soprano in these episodes. 100%. Boy,
2: yeah, one yeah. big piggyback on that is just mm-hmm. like you are abs- this show mm-hmm. is so different with these thera- therapy scenes, man. Mm-hmm. It's so different. And I think season two, once you start establishing this back in, that's when you start getting on your run of made episode this is it. good this episode. This, there's not yeah. too many other Max. envelopes after this. Yeah, this episode
0: definitely. goes uphill from here. Like this is yeah. when you really start getting into shit. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I, I love it. Um she, you know she she asks there's a few little standout things. Um she, she said are you mad at me or are you mad for me not treating you? And it's and it's this whole thing that he does this kind of slow pause smirk smile lifts his foot up like because he the gratification of you called me like that whole martin thing they called me like (laughs) he he was satisfied at feeling that because it ties into she said well what are you hoping to accomplish and this is again we talk about out of the woods the song played earlier you had a way out she had a way out and so we see here where it's like he says overall you say no no panicking no passing out total control and she said, you can't have that. But of course, that's what he to strive for. But she doesn't realize you're going to help him to m- try to really meet that. And Tony having total control is a terrible thing,
0: you know, <laughs> especially to what he ends up becoming or how he develops even further. So or even striving for? It. That's probably one of the biggest things with his characters, not even like you trying to have total control, but you thinking that you as a person in life is something that you can strive Mm -hmm. to have is total Mm -hmm. control like i can make people everyone do what i want do what i say and it's going to work out the way that i want it to because i'm tony soprano Mm -hmm. that's one of like one of the biggest detriments of his therapy sessions like you don't have total control bro it's not there's no way that you'll be able to do that and her trying to relay that information to him was great it was um and
1: he's straightforward with her here do you all think he's straightforward with her because of everything that's transpired as far as this is why we quit in the first place uh you know there's a hit going on these things they, if they find out about you something could happen do you, he because he was straightforward about the whole furious hit you you know what I was when you called yeah uh, I had a homeboy he went in there he you know pretty much took over the place shot dude in the knees how did that make you feel that so she didn't flinch about it and then he says you know I wish it was me obviously this anger level would have been perfectly fit to do something like that. But he just wasn't there. He he couldn't do it, obviously, because he's boss. Um, and she said, which part you doing it or you know, taking it or whatnot. Do you think he's being straightforward with her because of how things transpire? So now this is the new development in the in the relationship and the therapy?
2: Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I can I, I, be more you.
0: free now that I'm more hands off. I can tell you this. Who are you gonna tell? You can't tell nobody. I can mm-hmm. tell you all the shit that they doing. I ain't really directly. I want a bird's eye perspective on it. So, yeah, I can. That's a great point that you bring up, Mo, that I hadn't thought about to this point. Now that I'm more hands off, I can get a more bird's eye view of it and bring it to you and get your perspective of it. Because I ain't in the mix no more. Now I can really make high level decisions mm-hmm. based off the information that I give you. Okay.
2: Yeah. That break that they had really reestablished the lines of what's going on, because this is the first time also that Tony put it all on the table and said, you know who I am. You know you what Know I who
0: I am. You know what I do. Like mm-hmm. We're not
2: about to walk around and sugarcoat it anymore. I'm going to tell you directly yeah. what's going on. Like, yeah, there was a there was some violence involved. There was some, uh, you know, like the it. kneecap. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. So ain't no that, that waste management or oh, not. Nah. Like, let's get to Fuck the nitty gritty, yeah. because now I'm really, you know, the shadow of Junior's going. I'm the boss boss. Mm-hmm. I need you.
0: This is what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: That's big facts. And then lastly, we pan over to Christopher. This is our first instance that we think that Christopher is giving up the civilian dream. Basically, that's the way I took it. He takes all his papers, he takes his floppy disc, he throws it all in the garbage. Anything y'all take from that? Good. Maybe he got his mind right now. That's
0: what I yeah. thought. Okay. What maybe, about you, Rich? Maybe he got his mind right.
2: Same man. He 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 knew he knows that what he had isn't working. It's either I'm gonna pitch this and, and not be distracted, or I'm gonna start from the drawing board and, and get my mind back right. So oh. just symbolism for what Chris had going on, man. He 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 realized that hey, he can't go back to the acting class. Mm-hmm. So let me get back to what I know <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and reestablish everything that I can, man. Cause you know, all these ideas, all these thoughts, we just gonna throw them away. It don't even matter. Yeah, let's get back Thanks. to who I am. Yeah.
1: Mm. Thanks. All right. Well, before we leave this episode, y'all, we like to leave with a few rankings. So, first and foremost, this episode rank, Spike Lou, what do you rank it? Is it made a good earner or just another
0: envelope? This was just another envelope episode. Wow. I feel like it was a good setup for what's about to come for season two, but there was really not a lot of, damn, that's like eye opening. So mm. just, just another envelope for me. Rich, what say you?
2: I'm going, I'm going good earner. Just because normally I would give it just another envelope Setup up episodes are normally just that for me, but Tony and, and Melfi getting back together just plays a huge role. Us mm-hmm. establishing who who Furio, Furio is and who he's going to be. Um, those are two big things that just make the Sopranos world what they are. Good point. Mm-hmm. Um, on a surface, it's just another envelope. If I was just watching this for the first time, it would be just another envelope. Mm-hmm. Part Very of this is me cheating, knowing what's to come, mm-hmm. um, and how important this <laughs> no episode is. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So I have to give it a good honor because this is hmm um this is i think the sopranos this that you come if you think about it in real time you know this is this is the 18th episode mm-hmm. um so it, it's not the show that we come to know and love but this mm-hmm. is like the moment where i think it turns and it becomes a, yeah this is yeah. the
0: like we
1: here. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. uh i gotta go good earner too it's 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 just better than just another envelope and especially when we get to those episodes that are really like like we look at like a like a down neck you know what I mean? In the first season, it's like, it's the mundane. It was no mafia stuff. Like, that's just another envelope. So, when we start, and we got some later episodes, you know, I think like, People say it, a hit is a hit, you know, some, you know. So for me, this is definitely a good earn. It's a lot of setup, but it's a lot of impact stuff. We got some boss moves. We got some Melfi plays. We got some Tony plays. We got some, we got a little bit of everything that we love about Sopranos. We got funny moments. We got everything. Like everything in this episode, we got it. And we didn't get it on an average level, you know. And we even got some of the B-plot characters like a Furio, like a Janice. So, you know, Bobby, uh, even Uncle Junior. You know, we got a lot of, a lot of stuff in this episode. You know, Big P, the FBI. You know, so to me, I definitely got to go. Good earner. Um, just got a lot out of this episode. Um, Spike Lou. you. Oh
0: yeah, yes sir.
2: I was just gonna say, I will tell you what, man. I'm just kind of looking at the lineup, man. We got a lot of good earners and made episodes coming up. Oh, so the rest yes. of the.
0: I, I'm trying to reserve. Oh yes? <laughs> yeah. too often, so that's why I lean towards it on this one because okay. it's me coming up. Like the rest oh, of the season it's... about to cook. Oh yes,
1: so, yeah. uh, yeah. Spike Lou
0: who uh who gets the good earner award uh for me it was dr melfi i'm not (laughs) listening to the bullshit that elliot tries to tell me and being a cuck or like not really leaning (laughs) into my perfection i mean excuse me my profession I'm, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go after this i'm gonna do the hard shit i really respected that i always respected people who like double down and like nah, i'm i'm gonna do the hard shit i know the easy way to go and i know the the what y'all are suggesting me to do but i'm gonna do the really hard shit and see where that takes me pause
3: okay
1: rich what about you who agreed melfi
2: agreed dr melfi man It's 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 so easy to put down tony and i originally Mm -hmm. had tony um and then i watched it again and i'm like it's got to be dr melfi mainly because this really establishes how much this means to her Yes. versus how much it means to Tony. We've always looked at it on how much it means to Tony, mm-hmm. but now we know this meant something to her and she was able to get back in because not only did she have to make the decision to take him back, he had to be willing to come back. Yep. And that played and a big part in make the as well. the first step. Yep, yep mm-hmm. she had to make the first step. She got what she wanted. And usually we would look at this from Tony getting what he wants. You know, he got mm-hmm. Furio, he got therapy back. Like, nah, Dr. Melfi really thoughtfully, um, you know, put this together and she got back into this relationship that she needed for whatever reason. Like I said, we'll we might never know what this important why it was yeah. so important to her. Yeah. But yeah, she she was definitely good good earner, man. And us as viewers, because these Boy. therapy sessions, incredible. Yeah,
1: matters. we needed. Um I gotta go f- fudio junto Man, that man came through. He had the ladies on his jock. The kids was loving him. You mm. know, he came through. Did, oh, this a friend of ours? Like you got Johnny Sack from New York, like having reverence for you. And then on top of that, your actual boss being thoroughly impressed when you go in there and you cook, get your grand theft auto on. Come on, like he he got he came through and got everything. He got the part. I mean, he got everything. He 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 was looking for. He just came through. He just put up forty on his debut. You know what I mean? Like as a rookie. So I I, I think I got to give it to uh, Furio, uh, Spike, who gets the broken balls award of this
0: episode. <laughs> yes, bitch ass, man. I like, guess Really? Yeah, man, because not only did he not um pay attention to what Tony was bringing him in the sense of like, bro, I'm just looking for some counsel here. Mm-hmm. Some 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 outside of the box like someone I could talk to and turn it into like him needing counseling, but This is a power play for him. Like Mm -hmm. if I can gain Tony's trust in these scenarios, like provide him with good insight, good information, good thought processes. But he didn't even think that. Like it wasn't even like it was like, fuck it to him. Like this is beneath to him. He was coming out like this was beneath me. Mm -hmm. And this is the boss of the fucking Jersey mafia in your hood. Mm -hmm. How could this be beneath you? So, yeah, Hess just came off as a real dipshit to me this Mm -hmm. episode. What about you, Rich?
2: Uh, I'm laughing because it's called the broken balls word. I had to think of my dude on the boat, um, getting his oh, nuts I, I, that's and, some nudes, a and getting his manhood. That's type. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's perfect. But uh, overall, it's it's got to be Big P. Mm. That that real that realization that mm, this might be the beginning of the end. I don't know where I stand in this world. I ain't mm. no fed. I can't do that. I, I'm not necessarily a mob dude anymore either. Mm, Where do yeah. I stand in all this? This is the first I'm time the he saw place
0: it. Is right. I ain't got no. Yeah,
2: he's he's in the worst position possible if you win this thing of theirs. So that, I got to give it to Pete.
1: That's that's fire. Uh, I'm gonna go Uncle Junior, man. Like you, so far out of the loop, bro. <laughs> like you ain't even. You can't. This is this is civilian like activity. Even though we have we got a, a friend of ours coming to the party, you ain't you can't even get in to the house joint. You, you, how far have you fell from grace? From us having that big dog celebration season one, it uh, with Tony giving the, you know, lifting the drink up like yo, this is the boss of the family. To you can't even get to a local, it's not even a house party. You know what I mean? This is so light work, and you can't even get in. It's
0: crazy. Would you consider? Would you consider using Big Bobby to get up in there, like throwing the hand on the door, like now nah, you got me fucked up. I'm coming up in here. Like, would you even consider that if you was doing?
1: Nah, because you you don't want to you don't want to piss Tony off more. (laughs) You don't want to piss him off more because, you know, it's you got to figure out how to work your angle back in there. You got to are trying to save a little bit of what you got left. So it's like you got to kind of play it right. Uh, Uncle Junior ain't stupid. We know that, you know, so
2: would i would have loved to see the scene right after that because we know uncle junior doesn't take oh, him, him yeah, walking so
0: to it. the car oh my oh, god i'd love to I see bet that he scene. gave bobby an earful like you're just gonna stand there and fucking do nothing like yeah. that, that yep. <laughs> great, <nigga. laughs> yep. yeah 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 that,
1: that's that's a great great fool rich that yeah uh lastly your favorite moment spike lou what was your favorite moment of this episode a lot of great moments here i
0: know so Mm, a lot of good moments in this episode Uh, my favorite hmm I, I would say my favorite was Tony puffing a cigar outside the when Furio was going in there shaking shit mm. up. just like Tony being in his element like it, it seemed like he was content with the decisions that he'd made even got the call from Melfi trying to get back in therapy like nah I don't even need that right now I'm swagged up like everything is working cool I like seeing Tony in that state like shit is paying off, working out, smoking a cigar. I did the right thing. That's one of my favorite parts of being a viewer of The Sopranos when I get to see Tony in that state. So I would say that. Mm. Good. Uh, Rich, what do you say?
2: That's a great one. That's a great one. I was going to have Furio just kind of exerting his dominance. But I think it's going to be Richie and Tony. Um, Mm. That scene (laughs) itself. There's so That's much symbolism, so many layers, man. So many, so much foreshadowing about the power dynamic of the, that relationship um, and everything that goes on. Like I said, just the scene being in the kitchen of the house, um, how big of a thing that is. I won't say much more about it, but uh, that was just a great scene because Richie, like we said earlier, man, he's just a perfect villain yeah, is, to to this world. And wow. uh that's just a classic Tony Richie scene when I think about their dynamic, like and it was mm-hmm. a lot of the groundwork that was laid for it. So that was my favorite moment because, like I said, it kind of Richie Richie's approach to it more than anything. Richie was not there for the shits. Oh, yeah. Not there for the, yes. shits. Oh, yeah, there for the it,
0: shits. One of the greatest things about that scene is how they the wide shot of how physically imposing Tony should have been to him mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm. little dude. But Richie, yeah. like you said, while he holding the fork like <laughs> niggas. What's up Like what you yeah. wanna do bro Like yeah. I ain't scared I don't give a fuck How big yeah. you is yeah. That was great Yeah you are right
1: In in boxers <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah like, uh, like, In your drawers bro no, Like no, I'm comfortable right. like, Yeah I am Like I'm, I'm good dog. bro What you wanna do your mama crib In your mama crib what your mama Your mama them Like <laughs>
2: You see the messy bed? I yeah. tell your
1: mama you ain't. Nice. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Here uh, cooking
0: breakfast and some old shit, my Lord. nigga. What's up?
2: <laughs> you want some eggs? Offered us some eggs too, like real chill. Like I don't give a fuck about oh, this yeah, bro, yeah, you bro, want like, Some hey. eggs. Here, let's get some coffee. Yeah, bro. Ooh, uh, shit. <laughs> so it's funny. I
1: got the reverse. I was going to say that scene, but I'm going to mm. go with the furio about that action okay. scene where it, b- the fact that it was shot in one take is ridiculous. Like, that is a Soprano feat in itself. Like, I, I can't believe that. It's wild to me. Um, but, yeah. Well, this is another episode of Good Earners Reviewing the Sopranos. If you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram, good, uh, good earner Pod underscore sopranos. Get your meme fix as well as DM us about the show. Uh, man leave a rate subscribe leave a comment on apple podcast spotify you can even leave questions there now they getting they're going crazy over there if you haven't already go subscribe on youtube y'all want to get active you want to see our faces see our backdrops go on there comment like the stuff send it to some friends come on y'all need this black perspective we appreciate y'all tuning in and remember don't forget about it